The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This episode we are talking all about Download Festival 2006. I'm Adam and as always I am here with Simon. How are you doing mate? Hello, sir. I'm good, mate. I'm I'm grand as always. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, I'm all right. Very well, thank you. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be a good one. I think it could end up being a long one as well. I I think. Yeah, we'll see. See how we get on. I guess like we have lots to talk about. Um, because this is a was a really good year. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll straight out of the bat. I'm I'm gonna have to admit I don't remember a lot about 2006. Um, I've said before, I, they all just sort of blur into one to me now. So remembering any specific bits from each year is is quite difficult. But looking back at the lineup, this was an incredible year. Yeah, amazing. I mean, yeah. literally amazing. And don't worry, listeners, uh, I remember some stuff and we <laughs> will trigger Adam's memory so he remembers stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, it might come back. It might come back. <laughs> it will come back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it seems I've just been so busy recently. I, a friend of mine, Jacobs, uh, he came around for coffee and he came to 2006 and he probably could have jolt, jolted my memory a little bit uh, tonight. But again, I just did not have time or chance to ask him. So uh, we'll see how we go. Simon, yeah, yes. no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, how, how, how have you been the last couple of weeks anyway? Anything yeah. new with you? Um, no, not really. No, um, I bought a, I bought my first Slam Dunk ticket, so that's oh, exciting. Nice. So yeah, for the first time, I will be going to Slam Dunk Festival. So that'll be cool because it's something I've never experienced. Even though I've got friends that have been going since like the really early days of Slam Dunk, they've been going since I don't know 2010 or 2011, and they go yeah. like every year. So it's surprising that I've never been to one before, um, <laughs> yeah. considering a lot of my friends go. But yes, I'm excited. Um, so I bought that. And it also managed to jump in on literally the last hour of the uh, Bloodstock installment tickets. Oh, really? Nice. So, yeah, because, you know, times are tough at the moment. I've got a hell of a mortgage to pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, buying tickets straight out is not the way anymore. So I'm on the download installment scheme. Luckily got in there and I got in the last hour of the Bloodstock installment scheme as well. Last so, hour. Yeah, literally. Nice. I was like, because it came up on their um, on the, their Facebook reminding you that it was going to be today was the last day so at midnight. So I tried to do it on my phone at work. But, you know, like, have you got have you got an Apple phone? No. Oh, okay, Android. so so you have like Apple Pay, right? But it, it also re- um, rec- remembers your details. So right. you can input stuff automatically. So you only have to remember the back of your card number, you know, yeah. in case someone steals your phone. Um, but for some reason on the Bloodstock website, which I've already <laughs> said before, is a is a is is like a HTML 2006 website. It yeah, looks like Facebook. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. It looks like MySpace did then. Um, 
it wouldn't work. If for some reason it just wouldn't remember my card number. So I obviously went off. I'll do that when I get home. Completely forgot about it. I was laying in bed watching Arrested Development with Vicky and I went, what's the time? Shit. <laughs> it's like 11 <laughs> o'clock. I was like, I've got an hour. So luckily I'd done it obviously within time. But if I hadn't have remembered, I would have been like, oh, that sucks so much. Yeah. Because it's only like, it's like £36 a month. So, you know, it's not something you'll really notice that much. So, but yeah, how many, anyway, how I'm, I'm babbling. Uh, well, from now until Bloodstock. So I don't know how many months that is. I think one it gets lower. One, the first one's 36, then they're like 26 quid or something. Oh, okay. It's not much. Just, um, I'm just wondering yeah. if you knew how much the tickets were for the whole, for the whole oh, thing. God, it's, not, it's not much. It's not much. It's like 170, 180, something like that. It's, yeah. It's not, not much. So yeah, so sorry, I'm babbling on. But yes, so I managed to get a Bloodstock ticket and a uh, slam dunk ticket so excellent and i've already showed adam today and i'll put it on the discord i had a tattoo for the first time today since 2021 uh i had a slipknot iowa star-esque uh on the inside of my forearm and it fucking hurts yeah <laughs> so if you randomly hear me go in the podcast that's because i've scraped my arm off of my desk <laughs> at some point so if i scream over you i apologize um but yes apart from that those things nothing to report how about you sir excellent yeah no uh for, for me same old same old really just uh getting by trying to keep the kids alive <laughs> yeah. About, yeah that's about all we do at gotta keep these kids alive gotta keep yeah. them alive yeah well, if they're so alive you're being a good dad already yeah, straight away. Yeah. You know, if your kids <laughs> yeah. are still living, that's that's the great place to start. So well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the hard work, though. Jesus Christ, the hard work. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Speaking of Bloodstock, actually, though, it came up on the, in the Discord, didn't it? Someone asked uh, what festivals everyone's going to this year. Yeah. Um, the only one for me at the moment is Download, but Bloodstock is looking very, very tempting. If I if I can make it work, mm. if I can get it, get the time off work and get the money to go, because In Flames, I would love to see what In Flames are like at the moment after the latest album. Uh, I'd go for just that day because like the lineup is stupid, and then yeah. to top it off, you've got you know In Flames as main support, and then you know Killswitch headlining a festival, which you will not get to see often. Um, no, so we have to go for that. And the other days do have a lot of good bands as well. Devil Driver, oh god, I can't wait for that. Yeah, oh. Um, yeah so, I haven't listened to so yeah song yet. oh it's so, okay we we won't not this episode <laughs> we'll do we'll do that another one because this one could get quite long but the new song's awesome yeah <laughs> really oh good. yeah i want to uh we'll listen to that i i forgot yeah. that you put it up in the discord as well um yeah but yeah halloween as well a band i've never seen i've always liked but never oh, managed yeah. to see uh, i playing. thought of you straight away when that came i was like oh my god adam is gonna go crazy i know how much he loves this band so yeah yeah, if they're playing the same day, that would be an awesome just one day day ticket. I, oh, I'm sure yeah, I'd be able could. to get to, but no, In Flames are on the Friday, Halloween are on the Sunday, aren't they? And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's loads of other bands on there, but I just can't think at the moment. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get to Bloodstock. Mm. Uh, That'd be good, man. I'd like to. Yeah, Bloodstock's great. I, I told you all about it last year. We've done a whole episode about it, but I can only say really fantastic things about Bloodstock. So if there's bands you want to see and you can get time off work, you know, it's not it's not an expensive festival, so it doesn't yeah. kill your um, you know, it doesn't kill your wallet quite like download. So yeah, awesome. Otherwise, no, nothing new for me. I don't think nothing I can think of at the moment. No. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, shall we 
rather swiftly move on to any. I have. Do you have, have you have you got any news? I don't have any news. This I week. have no news. I've got loads of new releases, but I feel like this is not the one to do them on. We'll do them <laughs> on the next episode because we've got a lot to talk about. Well, I, I want to talk about one new release. Okay. If you don't mind, Simon, bring us in with the news releases. This is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Just shut up. The the news is going to come now. This is the news. The strangest thing happened. It's probably not the strangest thing. Uh, So one of my favourite bands at the moment is a band called Self-Deception. They have actually announced a tour. Well, they're going on tour with Dead by April. Um, The closest they get to me is is Birmingham, I think. But it's like a Friday or Friday night gig, I think. Oh, nice. So I don't know if I'll be able to go, but that's the first first tour announcement in a long, long time that's got me excited. Uh, but they Sweet. but they had a new album out recently as well. Do you know one of their songs got recommended to me on my release radar on Spotify? Did it? Yeah, it was called was it? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. So I thought right it was one. wicked. I was I was walking back from Gloucester, and it was on there, and I went, "Oh, self deception. That's that band that Adam's always going on about." Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I scheduled it to pop, come on next, and I was listening. I was like. That's actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, I love them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, sick. my first listen of the new album, is so it's, it wasn't out recently. It was out maybe two, three weeks ago now. But my first listen of it, I didn't like it at all. I was like, this is rubbish. All the songs sound just too different to each other. So I didn't listen to them for another like week or so. And I, I thought I'd just put it on. And the second time I listened to it, I liked every single song. <laughs> and I don't understand how that can happen. I really, I don't understand some at all. Some albums are growers. That yeah. has happened to some of the my favourite albums of all time. I haven't loved on the first listen. Sometimes yeah. an album takes a while to seep into you. And then you're like, oh, hell, this is amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> some of the best albums do that. Yeah. Like some of them you're like, yeah, not really sure. And then after a while you start to absorb especially if you know every song is of a different breed that makes it even more difficult to kind of yeah. absorb as an album so yeah i don't know it's like i don't think they are too different to each other not as much as i originally thought uh maybe it's just because i was busy the first time uh i mm. have also asked in the discord like what other what how other people find listening to albums like when can they absorb it the most um because I found recently, like when I'm just doing a rubbishy task, like the dishes or, or cooking, well, not rubbishy task, cooking, I've <laughs> put a lot of work into cooking. No, but, but a task you have to put some actual thought into, I'm guessing. Yeah, that was something I, yeah, I don't have to think too much. And so like, yeah, when I'm, when I'm listening in the kitchen, I really like the music a lot more, I think maybe. So I, I don't know why, just anywhere else. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's like completely different listening in the kitchen when I'm doing some tasks to mm. anywhere else i don't really understand but uh it's cool so that was where i listened to it the second time and every song i was like yeah this is good this is good what was going on with my first listen i don't know i'm glad you liked it the second time though yeah uh so yeah that was that was the reason I, I so i wasn't gonna talk about it when it was first came out because i didn't like it because uh, it's been out for a couple of weeks i wasn't gonna put it in the discord in the new release section but now that i've spoken about it i can and now that i like it i will <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've you vetted it for yourself, so other yeah. people are like, yeah, you check it yeah. out. <laughs> but yeah, they're very good. I do like self deception. Go and check them out if uh, if I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this. Go <laughs> Just check go out check if, them out. There you go. That's human. your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a human and you have ears and they work, go and listen to self deception. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. Um, were there any new releases you want to talk about? Ooh, any new releases you want to talk about here, or you want to save them all until next time? Uh, I've got loads. I mean, Metallica have released something, Cradle of Filth have released something, Devil Driver have released something. It seems like everyone's releasing shit at the moment. So I'll, in the next one, I'll do a big build-up of uh, releases that I've got to talk about. Excellent. Well, before we go into the main topic, uh, we do like to just plug our Discord a little bit, don't we? We do. <laughs> but just, Discord's amazing at the moment. And, uh, do you know, I had a friend in work ask me what Discord is. He's He's been catching up with a lot of the episodes. Uh, he chose not to listen to the Bring Me the Horizon one because he doesn't want his uh, uh, thoughts and, and uh, what's the right word? Doesn't want his opinion changed of them. Uh, so obviously he's worried that we do <coughs> such a good podcast that it will change his mind and he'll like bring me the horizon. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he um. So he asked what Discord was, and uh, and uh, so I thought maybe we should just try and describe maybe we should try and describe it in a little bit more detail this episode for anybody who isn't sure. It's just basically it's kind of like a message board, isn't it? Um, yeah, imagine like yeah, it's a it's a message board with channels so you click on that channel it will be about a particular subject uh within whatever server you've joined which ours is obviously dear download so we'll have you know um one called general where everyone will just talk about general shit um we'll talk about you know the lineup discussion we've got a podcast one we've got a new releases one where if a song comes out someone will put it up and then people will talk about it uh gaming our football one seems to get a hell of a lot of chat which is awesome Yeah, yeah um when all the like um you know champions league games on and stuff people are always in there talking about it which is fantastic so yeah it's like a yeah it's like a message board um and you can just talk to everyone send pictures send videos and um basically yeah it's like a little hub of community and you actually yeah. have to join it to uh, be part of it so our one is really cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we keep saying it but i'm on there every single day like i chat to people there's people having full-blown conversations without me and adam we're not involved everyone's just on there chatting to each other having a great time it is awesome it's it's one of the best things we've ever done alongside this podcast definitely yeah yeah and i think i think it's gonna it's gonna work well for download this year as well because everyone's getting to know each other quite a bit quite a bit more yeah so definitely if, you know if if you don't know many people going come and join our little community that we've built and you know you'll get to know everybody and and I, i'd imagine mm. we'll probably all try and meet up somewhere this year i i can't wait to bump into all the people on the discord when we're there i mean quite a few of them i know already but yeah. there's some people there that you know i've been we've been chatting to for ages now and i can't wait to actually have a conversation with these people in real life and you know just yeah. hang out so it's gonna be awesome awesome cool so Shall we bring in Ronnie and ask him to lead us into talking about Download 2006? We'll do it. Um, do, you, do you want to do a skit this time? No, I'm not very good at it. You're much, much better than me. <laughs> and unless, unless you haven't got anything you really want me to, I can... Uh, no, I was just thinking you might come up with something on the... <clears throat> you know I come up with these on the spot, right? No, I did I not. I don't pre-plan them. And you probably, they literally, probably have said that. They literally just come to me. I can't ad-lib. I can't, I can't do something <laughs> randomly on the spot, ever. Everything Why I have not? to do has to be pre-planned out, has to be thought about uh, in right. much, much detail, I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll come up with something now then. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Wait, you eat a bag of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, can you really, do you have to slurp when you drink, please? Can you... St- 
Ronnie, please, come on, mate. Come on. I've had enough of it now. Put your drink down. What was that? Gay for, gay for Johnny Depp is one of the best band names you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, go on. Scree- scream in, sir. We'll get Gay for Johnny Depp in here. I'm Gay for Johnny Depp, and so is Ronnie. Sing for me, Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, and so, yeah, this this episode is about download 2006. We've got quite a bit of stuff coming your way. I've got a book that I want to read some things from. Simon, you've got, you said you've got um, just a little bit of a mood. A mood right setter. That's yeah, so I've got, I've got, I've got, um, I'll do that first to sort of set the scene of the things that were happening in 2006, right? Let me, let me, let me bring everyone back to 2006, cool, okay? Right, cool. so. Yeah albums that came out in 2006 just a few for you so in flames come clarity yeah. very good album uh mastodon blood mountain iron maiden a matter of life and death uh kill Stitch engage as daylight dies trivium the crusade three days grace one x red hot chili peppers stadium arcadium and my chemical romance the black parade so Ooh. It was a very good year for music. Uh, yeah. That's just a few that I handpicked. There were loads. I yeah. could have read about a hundred, and we all would have been like six, 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 six. So it was a, it was a really good um, sort of year for music as well. Uh, movies wise, obviously some huge movies this year. Three hundred came out, which was a huge hit. Ah, yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest, which I think is the second one. Uh, I the... think that's the second. Is it second one or third one? Uh, I think the first uh, one was 2003, yeah. so it must be the second yeah. one. So, yeah, the second one. Um, it's Outworld's End is the third one. Ah, there you go. Um, so, the, yeah, the second Pirates came out. Uh, Borat, which was Bor- a massive film. <laughs> yes. uh, a great film. <laughs> so fucking amazing. I love that film. Yes, you uh, Pick a Destiny. Yes, you mash. Nobody loved my neighbor, Nostro Tantuli Agbai. My wife. Um, <laughs> the Pick a Destiny, another great film. Believe it or not, uh, Casino Royale, the, the the first Bond movie with Daniel Craig in came out in that year, which is, yeah. it seems like he's been Bond forever. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's not now. Um, and Night at the Museum with Ben Stiller, which was a really, really good film as well. So again, that was just hand-picked a few, some great films. Yeah. Uh, TV shows that started in 2006, Heroes, one of my personal favourites. Um, Ugly Betty, which was huge. It was massive, um, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, that was a massive show. Uh, Dexter, which obviously people absolutely loved. Um, yeah. Life on Mars, which is one of my personal favourite shows of all time, um, and the IT Crowd. So there were quite big series as well that started. Um, news-wise, this really sets the scene of 2006. Okay, so, cool. So. Italy beat France on penalties in the World Cup final. Zidane got sent off for the famous headbutt. Mm-hmm. So that's a classic football moment. Yeah. Um, Steve Irwin mm-hmm. is killed by a stingray. Yes, it was that long ago that he died, which is madness. Um, MySpace, of course, was the go-to the, social yeah, platform. Yeah. Facebook was still in dorms at this place, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it had properly launched until later that year. Um and then obviously we know what happened from there. Um, a whale was found in the Thames. Yeah, I think they called it Debbie or Deborah or something like that. Um, they got it out, put it in the sea, and then it died. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They really tried. God knows how it got in there. Um, Pluto was downgraded from being an actual planet Damn to them. a dwarf planet. I know everyone was really upset about that. Yeah, and finally. 
the Nintendo Wii was released. Cool. So, yeah. Pop culture wise, this was a, a very memorable year, actually. <laughs> yeah. For music, films, and you know stuff. That's just again, that's just me picking a few things. I could have gone on a lot more stuff, but a lot of cool, remem- rememberable stuff happened in 2006. A lot of awesome stuff there. Yeah. So 2006 download uh, was your second year, was it? Yeah. 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 I went in 05. It was the first year as well, which is why it's such a big year for me. So first year I went with my friends. The year before, it was just me and my girlfriend at the time. Um, And we went with, uh, we met up with some people that she knew. But this was the first time that I had, for the whole year before, been telling all my friends how good download was they all wanted to go and we went in a massive group so it was a really special thing for me and my friends to go to our sort of first proper festival as a big group so yeah for that reason it's very memorable yeah um and i all i met i made friends there and i'm still friends with these people very good friends to this day with them so yeah this one is a very special download for me in that regard definitely awesome yeah so this would have been would have been my fourth, three, four, five. Yeah, my fourth download. Yeah, four. My yeah. third with with, with uh, a load of friends. Um, and I think it was all the same group of friends, pretty much. Like a couple changed each year. So, it, yeah, it wasn't quite as memorable for me. I, I, I struggled to pinpoint what happened or what download. I, uh, but hopefully, yeah, we can uh, bring back some some of those memories from this specific year. Uh, so, so Definitely. yeah, that it was scorching hot. It was oh. very, very hot, wasn't it? My God, this one is. I was speaking to my mum on the phone the other day, and I said, "Oh, we're doing 2006 next on the podcast." My mum knows downloads because we were all living at home. So, me, my brother, and my sister went, and we came home. This was so hot. She said that there was some clothes that we brought back that had just rotted. They really? were just. They were just, they weren't clothes anymore because they were (laughs) dusty, worn, disgusting. She said some clothes we brought back from this download just went in the bin because they were destroyed. (laughs) And also I have a very vivid memory of I've never been that brown before or after. I've been quite brown, but we cannot understate there was not a cloud in the sky the whole fucking five days. Yeah, Yeah, It was just unbearable sun on you constantly and at this this was the time when people like us brought fuck all to download yeah <laughs> i think i put on about one bit of sun cream the entire time i was now i'd be like every half an hour boom every half an hour boom, because i'm very paranoid about that sort of shit but then i didn't give a fuck i don't think i did <laughs> no, no i wouldn't have no. cared didn't give a shit so i was i remember coming home from the festival showering going into the front room and mum being like you look dirty like <laughs> you, you uh, is that du- dust and dirt on you because it was dust in every orifice and i was like mum i've already showered i'm just <laughs> this brown now that it's this is now my complexion for the next couple of weeks until it finally wears off that's how brown i will i've never been that brown so i wish i got a picture afterwards i don't think i did there might be some picture somewhere a couple of weeks afterwards when i still look pretty brown but yeah this was a po- possibly the hottest download I haven't got any facts uh, I, to prove that. I believe it was, but only from what okay. I've read in my book. Okay. Um, which I was using to do some research. It's got a load of quotes from people who played, uh, a load of stuff from people from around that time who did podcasts and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've got some of that coming up. Um, Wicked. But, yeah, I, going back to showering, I forgot about 
you know when you're showering and because it, it's all, all the mud is just dust on you and you see it just go down like into brown down the sink yeah like yeah. that happened every year at the beginning didn't it and then it yeah. didn't I, I i didn't have that for a long time until until one of the recent ones was it was it this year Oh, like, was it last this year, year? This year was quite dust. La- sorry, last year was quite dusty. Yeah, because it was one of the hottest. Yeah, that yeah. I was actually like, I was like, you know, like baby wiping yourself before you go get out your tent for the day. And I was kind of like, I'm getting oh six vibes. Yeah, because like my ears and everything were like all dusty. I was like, oh shit, I haven't <laughs> seen that in a while. <laughs> no, I for- yeah, I forgot about that feeling or, or you know that that experience of like just the dust coming off of you. I completely mm. forgot it happened. And for, for- yeah. But for so many years as well, it wasn't just a few years, just it didn't happen for at least 10, 10, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's what, like we said before, the first like five downloads were all just really amazing weather and it Donington was just turned into a dust bowl, this being the yeah. worst. And this having uh, the heat and other factors having serious implications that we will talk about later on in the podcast. But yeah, this was... I mean, you just constantly felt like you were carrying extra weight and you had, you just always felt dirty at this one because you yeah. were always dusty. It was like having a festival in a fucking desert. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. So with the riots, yeah, you, you were sort of alluding to then. Uh, I wanted to say that, again, from reading the book, not many of the, the, the sort of write-ups spoke about the riots which was a good thing you know i i going into this and doing the research i thought everything i was going to find was going to be talking about the riots because it's the only time it's ever happened at download um yeah and so yeah i thought you know it, it might be difficult to find information but it, luckily it wasn't um but yeah so this, this is the uh, tall metallica and Gun, guns and roses headlined um yeah corn was subheadlining deftones was headlining. <sighs> <laughs> um, might, uh, uh, the uh, more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, uh, I did write down who else was there as well. It was the three, and uh, De- yeah, Deftones, Corn, and Funeral for a Friend subheadline. Yeah, which yeah. was, they were uh, huge at this point. Yeah, um, Corn were apparently classed as special guests. Oh, okay. Um, it I know they're really good friends with Metallica, like as people. They all yeah. they both okay. really really like each other. So, um, and Metallica have said multiple times that they think of Corn as their actual peers rather than people that aren't. Yeah. So, I think Metallica really respect Corn. So that's probably why they said special guests. Yeah. Well, I I wasn't sure whether they did that for all the subheadliners at the time because it didn't say it on the poster. Um. So maybe yeah. one of the one of the announcements at the time said like when they announced Corn like with special guests corn or had metallica plus special guests or if it or, or if they yeah, did yeah. that for the subheadliners for every every year every every time i don't know but uh i thought that was quite interesting um can i say straight off the bat just looking at the poster so if you're if you're going along with this podcast now should we discuss the bands now and then other stuff around that or yeah yeah i just want to say straight off the bat if you're listening to this if you can get the um or if you already know what the poster looks like if you've got the poster up at the moment I love the red and black. Why haven't Download done more red and black? Po- the pilot poster was red, black, and white, and it looked awesome. And this looks awesome. Download need to do more red and black posters because they look sick. Yeah, I can agree with that. 
I mean, there hasn't been one in so long. Well, the pilot one doesn't really count that, you know, I think they should next year or the year after or whatever, they should definitely do within the next couple of years, uh, a red and black poster, 100%. Yeah. Because it looks sick. Yeah, it does look really good, doesn't it? Yes. It is a very... I know me and Adam always nerd out about this sort of stuff, but this is how download nerds we are. It's a really good-looking download poster. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, but straight I, straight away, I I thought that the bands were... It's such a good lineup. Every single... Well, maybe, not, mm. maybe not every single one, uh, but I would say a good 80 to 90% of these bands I'd heard of before, and I, I, I'd, I'd, I had heard some of their music, and I was, you know, I was a fan of quite a lot of them. Yeah, definitely. It's a very, 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 very strong year. It's up there with some of the best lineups, I would say, definitely. Um, so, yeah, sorry, we were saying, yeah, Tool, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Headlined, Deftones, Corn, and Funeral for Friends, Subheadlining. We'll go through some of the other bands. Um, the All-American Rejects, uh, Headlining the second stage, which was, um, oh, yeah, so this was also the penultimate year of it being inside the track as well. Uh, we didn't know it at the time. Yeah. 2007 was the last year uh so yeah there's the second stage which was actually behind the, the main stage and it was a massive tent it was huge yeah so yeah if you if you didn't go to down at this time obviously the second stage now is an outside you know stage almost as big as the big uh, main stage is at this point the second stage was in a giant fucking tent like yeah huge, it was a huge tent it was i can understand why they moved it to outside i like that but I do miss it being in that. The atmosphere when you had a really packed tent on that second stage yeah. was wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it, it, it really was. It had a 15,000 people capacity. <laughs> that's just insane. Yeah. That's so <laughs> good. Like in a t- for a tent. Yeah. That's mental. Like, at, like some of the most mental gigs I ever saw at Download were on that second stage because it was just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, so yeah, headlining that stage. Uh, on the Friday was the All American Rejects, which I'm pretty sure I would have gone to that. I can't remember yeah, at the moment. Good but band, the, huh? Good band. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed them at the time. Alter Bridge, which I should like. Uh, we get to that. no, we're getting to it now. Fuck it. <laughs> and the Prodigy on the Sunday. I don't like Alter Bridge, but I've had a couple of their songs come on recently, and I've I was listening to it, and I, and I thought I should like these. They're the, they're my kind of music. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I I don't know why. I just uh, probably heard at a couple this of time, songs. At this time, me and my brother and our friend Buzz, we were huge Alterbridge fans. Yeah, this was the best time I've ever seen Alterbridge. They were absolutely unbelievable headlining that stage. It was wild. Awesome. I don't think I would have. I you you probably would have had to do some running around then, wouldn't you? Oh, I've done a lot of running around <laughs> to stages on this festival. Yeah, I saw a lot of bands this weekend. I really made the most. Because the first, this, this is what I wanted to say before. The first download, it was so much to take in. When you first go to download and you go home from your first download, it's so overstimulating and there's so much to process. I don't feel like I absorbed and actually stepped back and looked at the festival in 2005. This was the first time when I was like, you know, we're going to walk around. We're going to look at all this stuff we didn't look at. I'm going to actually take it in. So this was the first time I sort of got the scale and got more of a sort of feel for the festival. So I appreciated it a lot more this year. And I went to watch a lot more bands than I did in 2005. Awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember how many bands I saw at this stage. <laughs> Honestly, I really don't. Shall we, um, 
Shall we go through the days and then we'll go through which bands we saw? So from the bottom, there was only three bands on on this stage each day. They started a bit later. This was the only year that had the Snickers Bowl stage. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I I don't think I went to that at all. Should we t- should we tell people what the Snickers Bowl actually was so they get an idea of what that is? Because uh, that might sound like. So it wasn't a bowl of Snickers. It was <laughs> it wasn't uh, like a bowl ramp. So we the you were BMXing on it, um, skateboarding. Basically, it was like a sort of esports stage sponsored by Snickers. But they also had bands set up that played on it as well. So yeah, it was it was really cool to go and watch some of the BMXing and some of the skateboarding and stuff that was going on there it was pretty sick it was a really cool thing to, like now that you know we went through the stage of uh them doing the wrestling thing they're the snickers bowl it's kind of nice that download every now and then just tries different stuff and it just it makes you remember some years but yeah. i actually thought that the snickers bowl was um was a really cool thing because i think that those sorts of sports and uh metal and rock music go hand in hand so i thought that was a really cool idea and i just want to say to this day I think Gay for Johnny Depp is legitimately one of the best band names of all time. And I've <laughs> always thought it. I've just thought if I could start a band and get the TM for that name, I would call my <laughs> my, my band Gay for Johnny Depp, 100%. Awesome. Um, yeah, so sorry, I did actually have written down what it was as well. I just ignored that bit. But yeah, like you said, it was a it was a portable skateboard, uh, a portable skate bowl with a stage at one end. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and like you said, it had skating during the day and a few bands in the evening. Uh, so, yeah, so on the Friday, uh, like you said, there was uh, Sintuition, Kiko, and Gaper Johnny Depp on that stage. Uh, I don't know much about any of those bands. Did, did you? Were you a fan of Gaper Johnny Depp at the time? I or? wasn't. Um, I wasn't. Um, yeah, they were they, they were good, um, but I, I had too many bands to see that weekend, yeah. so I didn't go and watch them. But in hindsight, I really wish that I went and, and seen them, but I'm pretty sure I was... I don't know who <laughs> was playing at the same time, but I did see a lot of bands on this day, so yeah. Well, they, they yeah, they were in the evening, so uh, I don't know how late they went on till, um, or what, yeah, what time they sort of started. But yeah, okay, so going up, the next stage was the Gibson Guitars stage, or Gibson Pure Guitars stage um gibson pure guitar stage also sponsored by myspace.com <laughs> yeah <laughs> Great um, stuff. and so this this stage was uh imagine oh it's probably roughly where the fourth stage is um in comparison to the main stage at the moment it was sort of actually looking at the main stage it's sort of say probably four, four o'clock five o'clock behind yeah. you um i got some of my memories completely mixed up with these uh because I remember it being in a different place, <laughs> some places. But I do. I, do, I was looking at looking at the map the other day, and then I th- and then I thought, oh no, I do remember it being there. But some memories, it's in a different place. So it's it's weird how memories. It's because because we didn't have cameras then. Like if if you want, yeah, we had no. If you have pic- documentation, <laughs> yeah, I I have watched some videos and and looked at some pictures. The pictures are rubbish. If you want to take pictures, you had to take a disposable camera, basically. Like a boot yeah. disposable camera that had ten ten photos. You had to do the wind up thing to take the next photo. <laughs> um, I got some great photos from Download two thousand six in in my collection. Yeah, like actual photo photos. We nice. took loads that year, so I got loads of photos in two thousand six. So yeah, I might share some of those on the Discord at some point. Yeah, I've that... also got loads of YouTube videos to recommend for everyone from this year. Ones that I went through YouTube and sort of handpicked as ones that will give everyone a good. Um, 
idea of the festival so yeah we'll put those uh, i'll send those to adam so he can put those in the description um but i'll i'll speak about a couple of those um, later in the podcast yeah uh have you got the channel four one the channel four one yeah channel four did a an overview of it no i've not got that one so we'll add that one in okay. if you can find it yeah so just really quickly here then because i'll probably forget they are channel four covered the festival at this time as well which is insane uh, you wouldn't get that now. That is insane. Uh, so yeah. let's let's go through some of these bands. So on, oh yeah, on the Gibson's guitar stage, uh, sponsored by MySpace.com, uh, you got the <laughs> Art of Dying, followed by Enter Shikari. Enter Shikari. I mean, this is this is pretty much the start of Enter Shikari. You know, they'd only released their first album. Look at Enter Shikari right at the bottom. Yeah. And to think now that technically they've headlined the download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they headlined the pilot it was a download festival it doesn't matter how small it is they still headlined one which is crazy to think about yeah uh the audition uh animal alpha my awesome compilation bullets and octane angerica i don't remember seeing angerica on this list before uh cathedral backyard babies and ginger and the sonic circuits any of those that you were interested in at the time uh I hadn't got into Shikari yet. It was very early doors for Shikari. Um, so, no, I didn't see anyone on that stage that day. Um, I was mostly on the main stage and the second stage. But uh, I would have loved to have seen a really early Shikari show because I bet it would have been really cool to see them play the first album as little babies. Yeah. Going up the poster then, uh, there's on the second stage, you got the Snickers stage, uh, which was the Snickers stage at the time. Uh, from the bottom... Throwdown, Gojira, Bleeding Through, Dredge, Fishbone, Clutch, In Me, Atreyu, headlined by the All-American Rejects. What an incredible lineup that is. The second stage. Amazing. Just some Amazing. massive, massive bands there. That really is. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't got into Gojira at this. I didn't get into Gojira until the last few years, so I didn't see them. I am and forever will be a huge Bleeding Through fan. I was 100% there and it was Amazing. Um, I also watched In Me, who were great. Uh, I watched Atreyu. I did not watch All American Rejects. I actually listened to a few of these bands today. I listened to Throwdown. Throwdown are quite good. They seem mm -hmm. they seem like they were good yeah. before their time. I could be thinking, yes. I, maybe I don't know. I've never I've never liked Gojira. I don't understand how or why. It's not my thing. But they're massive. Okay. I don't understand how. Oh yeah, Gojira huge. They're like Gojira huge, and rightly so. Uh, they're very good. It depends how much you like prog metal. Yeah. If you like your music proggy and, you know, typical French band, very proggy, very good. Uh, I mean, you know, a, a lot of lines to draw between them and Mastodon. If you like Mastodon, you'll probably like Gojira. If you like Gojira, you'll probably like Mastodon. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like prog metal, so yeah, I, I, I should have liked them at the time, but I think that even for Gojira, this was pretty early doors for them as well. So um, yeah, I wasn't into it then. Um, and yeah, another thing we, we, we have said before, we probably should bring up at some point, this was before streaming and it was, be and it was before you could get stuff easily online. Even even mm -hmm. um, YouTube, you couldn't really get that easily videos or anything. Not so, that much. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, but like uh, labels and stuff hadn't started uploading like all the videos to YouTube at this point. So unless the band was on Kerrang or Scuzz, 
MTV2 or you owned their CD or you'd heard them on a Metal Hammer CD, you hadn't have heard of the other bands. Yeah. So we didn't have the luxury of streaming at this point. Some people <laughs> did stream and download, but it wasn't on like a mainstream basis like it is now. So you would mostly in the early download years go and see the bands that you knew yeah and then maybe catch some other bands but some of the bands you would have absolutely no idea who they were and what they sounded like at all yeah yeah and 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 i was gonna say that you you would have had to like well like usually you had you would have had to have bought the album or known known someone who already likes them who can borrow the album from or listen to them through them so yeah people like throw down um who i really liked today i really enjoyed them um fishbone i had never heard of them before or since i don't but i quite like them i don't like scar fish so fish fishbone is a scar band who are still going um there's quite a lot of these bands oh, who cool. are still going um but i quite like them yeah. is there anybody else on this one maybe not that i listened to today but yeah there was a lot of bands on here that i hadn't like i i hadn't got into yet and he said you hadn't probably because it wasn't easy to listen to them at the time. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like, I had, I, if I'd have bought a Gojira CD, I'm pretty sure I would have liked it, but yeah. I didn't buy one, <laughs> so I didn't know who the hell they were. Going <laughs> um, up from there, the main stage was uh, am- opened by Amplifier, and then Wicked Wisdom, Soil, Strapping Young Lad, Soulfly, Coheed and Cambria. I still want to say Cambria. Deftones. <laughs> And then Tool. I listened to some Tool today. I said it ages and ages ago on the podcast, didn't I? That mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to them. And they, they weren't even on the streaming platforms for a long time either. But I listened to them today oh. and they, I do, they are quite good. I like them. Yeah. Oh, Tool. T- right. Tool are fantastic, right? But it's still weird <laughs> that in 2006, they were only, what, two or three albums deep at this point? that they headlined Download Festival. It still felt weird when they headlined Download Festival <laughs> in 2019, let alone all the way in 2006. So that's the only thing about this whole weekend where I was like, why at all headlining? Yeah. Like, I didn't get it then. I don't get it now. I really like Tool, but the amount of huge bands at this time, I think Tool was a really weird pick for them to go with yeah i still think that now looking at this post it always jumps out to me to be very weird for to have tall headline especially in 2006 so yeah very very odd yeah i, I think i had a few friends who were into them um and it, and it, it felt like if someone was into tall they were massively into tall they were like a super fan every all of their fans were super fan, super fans oh yeah tall fans are they're all you know, I, I'd call myself a casual Tool fan, which you don't hear of much. Yeah. Normally, if you like Tool, you love Tool. Like you yeah. know everything about it. You know all the songs. You know all the albums. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Tool fans go in hard on Tool, big time. Um, I I'm pretty sure I saw Soulfly at this point. Mm. Um, but yeah, I didn't really know many of the other ones. Did I listen to Amplifier today? I did. I wasn't a really big fan of Amplifier. Um, Wicked Wisdom. That was jada pinkett smith's band and will smith was off yeah, to the side listening um soil i'm pretty sure i would have caught soil i listened to some soil today actually yeah good band yeah uh strapping a lad i quite enjoyed as well oh great it's devin townsend that's why yeah um and uh did you did you know coheed and cambria came over without their drummer for this one 
Did they? Yeah. I never knew so that. So they had a big bust up with their drummer and uh, like only a couple of days before leaving to come over here for it. And they basically said, wow. sort, your, sort your shit out or, you know, stay here. <laughs> and he stayed there. So they, they had to get their drum tech to, to play. Nice. Well, glad, glad. I'm pretty sure people were glad that, it, they, that he did. I bet. Yeah. They were big at this point. They were they were really big, as you could say. They're quite quite high up on their um on the main stage, which is crazy. Yeah, what well, they were. Fuck me, they were. Yeah, good point. Yeah, real high. Uh, have you got any any particular memories you want to talk about? From... I remember my sister making me miss like four songs of Deftones, and that pissed me off. Huh. So, but where the download? So the the download market used to be. Um, there was a market in the arena and it used to be um, along the track that went under the old um, Dunlop tyre. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, Deftones are going to be on soon. She said, oh, we'll, just, we'll go look in the market for a little bit and we'll go back to Deftones. She was just flapping around <laughs> for ages. And I could hear Chino from a distance and I was like, we have to go. Like, I, you're, you're actually making me miss Deftones now. And everyone was just drunk in the day because at that point we were just getting constantly wasted <laughs> at any opportunity. And to try and drag someone to go to Deftones with me was a whole thing. So I think I missed like four or five songs of Deftones and I was really annoyed. Yeah. So that's, um, I, I don't remember much of the Deftones set apart from being annoyed that I'd missed the first four songs. Um, but it's Deftones, so I'm sure it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So talking about the uh, the market stalls in there though, I, I, another thing I forgot that used to happen that doesn't you don't you don't see very often anymore is like the like the the fire poi people and and diablo uh like kind of mm. like circus tricks they're not really circus tricks they're cool tricks um i don't know how else to, to describe them but the, yeah all, all the stalls for them they would have people out the front just like demonstrating them yeah one of these years i it was the first time i ever saw somebody doing um the the ball thing that David Bowie does in the Labyrinth. Oh, with their like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'd never, I don't think I've seen anybody doing it other than videos now. I've never seen anybody in the flesh doing it since. But he was really good. Yeah, he was really good at doing it. And it was that's cool. It could have even been this year. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. But it was when the marketplace was around the track bit. It was like a yeah, 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 old school. I love it. It was awesome. But yeah, no, I, I don't remember a lot of this day, if I'm honest. Uh, do you want to move on to the next day? Uh, well, I've got some things to mention. Okay, cool. So first of all, I'll mention these in between the when we talk about the stages. So uh, one thing that I remembered from this year is I got the coach to download this year. Uh, None okay. of my friends, obviously, we're all, we're all from London. So, you know, we were all like early 20s. We had no reason to drive yeah. <laughs> living in London in your early 20s. So we all had to get the coach together, which was quite fun. I've only ever got the coach three times to download uh 2006 7 and 13 um uh, but i thought the coach was really fun you know you're all on there with your mates all getting excited and absolutely buzzing and uh yeah i just have really good memories of getting the coach there um one thing that happened at old downloads that doesn't happen at download now is bottle fights yeah now for those who weren't there at this time you would obviously buy plastic bottles in the arena they wouldn't give you cups or you would get some cups but you know most of the things that you were drinking is it was so hot this year you would get a bottle of fanta a bottle of coke whatever um and people would proceed to one person would throw a bottle then 10 people would throw a bottle then 50 people yeah. and you can see how that would um, sort of exacerbate <laughs> um and by the end of it there would legitimately be a thousand plastic bottles being thrown in every direction possible um and it was insane there are 
some great U- uh, YouTube videos of it. We'll link one of those in the description. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, like, they were great. It was insane. You were literally like someone would scream bottle fight when it was like halfway <laughs> through starting, and then you would literally you'd either pick up a bottle and be a part of it, uh, yeah, or you would just guard throat, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass them, pass them, and everyone would just be like, <laughs> yeah. It was insane. Like it's just one of those things that doesn't happen at download anymore it's a pure old school download thing yeah. um but watching the videos of this just gave me so many oh, hilarious memories of, of this yeah bottle fights so awesome yeah you know after you finish this or pause it and go watch in the description there but it was it was funny but if the bottle had some fluid in it it could be quite dangerous yeah, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> you had to kind of well beware um one more thing quickly as well with with projectiles Download also had the amazing idea of giving everyone free Snickers bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think... Like, that wasn't going to be thrown at people. <laughs> and I, know, I know it was hot, right? But a Snickers bar is rock hard. Like, if you hit someone in the face of a Snickers bar, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just being... You know, you could be anywhere and get hit in the face or the head with a Snickers bar. I remember being <laughs> in the queue to get into the arena... And we always made jokes about our friend Molly having a big head. Yeah. And we're all standing there and one must have come. You know, we saw it coming. We're like, everyone duck. Boom, straight in the back of her head. <laughs> Fucking boom, Snickers bite. It looked like it really hurt as well. So, yeah, that just reminded me of um of that. But yeah, there were many projectiles this year. <laughs> if it wasn't a bottle you were getting hit in the face with, it was it was a Snickers bar. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I was given one. So, and again, I remember being... I, I remember the the extreme sports in a different place. I remember, well, I thought I remembered it being sort of over to the left. No, maybe I think it's a different year. Ignore me. But yes, I'm not surprised there was lots of Snickers there because two stages were <laughs> for Snickers. They would pro- I wonder if it worked. I wonder if, obviously, that's a massive marketing scheme. Sponsor the stage, take probably, must have been thousands of Snickers. Oh, God. Thousands yeah. and thousands of Snickers. Um, some of the bands backstage had freezers with the Snickers ice creams, <laughs> and they're just full full of Snickers ice cream. So he was just sat eating them all day. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was great. I, I, yeah, and I don't think they ever came back, but um, no, it was really good. Cool, cool memory to remember that Snickers once once Download was once sponsored by a chocolate bar, which is great. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of Monster. Was it? It might be in the year after. Maybe 2007 when it was like all monster sponsored or Red Bull or something like that. Yeah, 2007. I don't want to say what also was there because I don't want to spoil it for the next. But there was also another food item that sponsored Download 2007. Awesome. Yeah, you, you had you know because it was so dry as well. There was a load of stones going back to the bottles. There was a load of stones one there down by the front of the stage, and people were like filling the bottles with bloody stones. Luckily, I didn't go that Honestly. close to the front of the stage nutters they're like i can't there's no way of me I, i'll just understate how insane people were this year because of the <laughs> heat like it made people everyone was a lunatic yeah <laughs> there was no calm normal people <laughs> at this download it was just everyone was just constantly doing something mental uh, that's just it was crazy <laughs> yeah uh should we should we go from the bottom up on this saturday then? let's do it so um on the Snickers Bowl stage, there was the Hedrons, um, Get Amped, and Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. 
another fantastic band name. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Uh, but the, the Hedrons, uh, I found out, so they, they were an all-female band from Scotland. Can't remember where Glasgow. I'm not going to take a guess. Very odd thing. They they only did like one album or two albums, maybe not very very much. They weren't together for very long. They have music on Spotify, which was released on Spotify last year. Um, unless wow. it's another The Hedrons band, I don't think it is. So I don't know why they only put that on last year. Um, okay, might be worth looking into a bit more. But I I quite liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was very okay, great. Awesome, like, upbeat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and get amped. I think I'd listen to get amped as well. Get amped. Ah, yeah. No, I couldn't listen to get amped. They they split up. Uh, but there was a get amped podcast, and there was a big big write up, like three or four pages in my book of one of the, of the lead singer. They were obviously playing the Snickers Bowl, uh, but he was also doing press for the weekend, and um, so he was oh. running around interviewing people, and then he was being interviewed himself as well. Uh, and one thing I saw in his write up. There was a big poster that all the bands signed. A big, like, uh, sounds like a big, big poster. And I've not heard of that before. I don't know if that's something they do every year. It mm, I've never heard of it. It wouldn't surprise me. Like, that is cool. That's the kind of thing you would want to do, like, get all the bands signed. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And and so that's something I would like to ask. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in mind, and I'll write it down at some point. We'll ask uh, our almighty leader. If it is a yeah, thing, mighty, mighty <laughs> I'm surprised that Download haven't done what Bloodstock do because Bloodstock have a like a museum, yeah, where they do artwork and bits of history from Bloodstock and loads of stuff. And like a Download museum on site with loads of rare stuff. I, mean, I don't know how much stuff they've kept. Maybe they just haven't kept anything. But yeah, to have loads of rare stuff, you know, like rare T-shirts and signed stuff and stuff from all the old years, that would be. You know, I mean, it's the 20th anniversary. That may be in the pipeline. I don't know. But I think that, you know, people like us and people listen to this podcast, we're so into Download Festival. I feel like that would be amazing if all the proper downloaders, the real nerds could go to a place and we could all nerd out at this like old school download collection. I think that would be absolutely incredible. That would be, yeah. Mm, Really cool. Awesome. Um yeah, move, moving on up up the poster here. We've got Stone Guard on the, the, the opening the Gibson Guitars stage, sponsored by my, MySpace.com as well. <laughs> I think I say that every time because it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's great. I think they were like a Swedish band. They weren't, weren't around very long. Colon Open Bracket were, were up next. And <laughs> and they, they I, I, I had another friend who was very into them. Um, I think they were before their time. No, it was 8-bit sort of chiptune music. Oh, nice! Yeah, never listened. But they're not—they're not on um, Spotify. I had to find that on YouTube. Oh, okay. A bit too much eight-bit chip tune for me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, moving on. Uh, Exit Ten. I have listened to them recently because we we spoke about them briefly, didn't we? Maybe Great off band. The podcast that was. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and then Living Things, It Dies Today, Manic, Flyleaf, Ten Years, This Is Menace, Louis. Mondo Generator, Ruben, and headlined by Killing Joke. Uh, I have a feeling some of these might have had to pull out because I looked at the the lineup originally through Wikipedia, and there's a few of these I don't recognise. Maybe I just overlooked them, um, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. Yeah, Flyleaf. I don't know. I might be wrong. Well, I could tell you right now. I now I'm a massive Killing Joke fan. Yeah, 
I was not then. I got into Killing Joke <laughs> way too late. It makes me feel sick. Um, I wish I could go back in time and see Killing Joke in 2006. Yeah. That would be oh, just incredible. But oh well, is what it is. I never saw them. It makes me sad. That's that's one of the things that I love looking through these lineups and looking at all the bands that I did see. But I hate looking at the lineups with hindsight yeah. and looking at all the bands that I didn't go and watch, <laughs> which is so annoying. But yeah, that's um, I didn't watch anyone on that stage. Uh, I don't know if I did. I don't remember at all. <laughs> I don't. Um, but yeah, uh, Killing Joke. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Bill, he's coming this year. You'll meet him. Uh, he's a big Killing Joke fan. And he played me some at uh, his house uh, over the summer. And I was like, yeah, this is really good. I'm going to listen to them. And I never got around to it. So, uh, but I, I didn't, did enjoy what I I've heard. got a good, I'll send you my Killing <clears throat> Joke playlist. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be good to listen to. Yeah. <clears throat> um, on the Snicker stage on the Saturday, it uh, started with Coma, spelled K-H-O-M-A, uh, Johnny Truant, uh, and then sixth, oof, Devil Driver, Henry Rollins, Spoken Word, Billy Talent, Secret Machines. I was meant to look them up. Um, but yeah, uh, Within Temptation, Opeth, and Alter Bridge. Very both, good stage. Both, both days on the second stage are awesome so far. Second stage for all three days is I, insane. I haven't looked properly at the third. <laughs> it's I'm mental. waiting, I'm like, waiting. You're building suspense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just mental. Like all, all, all three <laughs> of those second stages could be headline stages now, and they're all just ridiculous. It's yeah, just yeah. stupid. That is... I'd go to a festival just for those three stages. It's it's mad. Yeah. Um, did you watch... I'll, I'll just say quickly, Sixth were incredible. And I have a very vivid memory of it because Sixth were a very DIY band, especially in the early days. And I remember that like all a lot of the other bands that I'd seen in the day because I'd gone to the big stages, you know, they had people setting up for them and all that. And then Sixth came out setting up their own shit. <laughs> They get on stage, they're, they're singing, they've all got like cans of Carly in their hand, not even poured it into a to a, a cup. Um, and I just loved that, how DIY and like just how normal they were acting, even though musically they are just insane. Yeah. Like the talent is immense in that band. And I just I always remember that. I always remember how down to earth it seemed being at that sixth show. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. And then I stayed for Devil Driver, which was just mind-blowing like i've never seen such a big circle pit in a tent <laughs> before in my life ever it was great i was i mean they've broken so many records i was just about to say is that the one where they broke the record for circle pits but no that was 2009 yeah thought it was a bit later but they probably broke a record at that point as well and then re-broke it probably. 2009 yeah. I, I don't i don't remember if i was really into devil driver at this point I'd, pro- I'd probably liked a few of their songs. No, I don't. This was only second album. This was um, Fury of Our Maker's Hands. This was only second album. This would have yeah. been. So I think the second album came out in 2005. So yeah, it they were they were uh, early doors for Devil. I mean, obviously, Des was big because of Cold Chamber. Everyone knew who he was. Yeah. But for Devil Driver themselves, this was very, very early doors. But um, they were great. They were great. They really were. Awesome. They played Come and Meet the, Re- Come and Meet the Wretched. And that's the song that they got the giant mosh pit to. And it was just like, this is... <laughs> not only were they fantastic, but the actual crowd and everything were just really up for Devil Driver. It was good fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think I saw them. I, I definitely wasn't there for Henry Rollins' spoken word. I remember seeing so much about it. And I'm like, I didn't even know who Henry Rollins was at the time. So 
Uh, I, I wasn't bothered about going to him. And I, if I was there before he came on, I think I would remember. Mm. Uh, but yeah, look, Secret Machines. Oh, sorry, you got Billy Talent above them. Um, you're probably a Billy Talent fan. I'd, I'd, I'd take a guess. A few songs. Yeah. A few songs. I'm not a huge Billy Talent fan, but there are a few songs that I definitely like. I've never delved into them completely, but they do, yeah. Um, was it De- Devil in the Midnight Mass? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That is an absolute banger of a tune. Yeah. It was a banger then, it's still a banger now. Love that song. But um, yeah, I was at that point, I was seeing other bands on the main stage when we get that. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, who are Secret Machines? I did. I was. I should have looked them up, but they're in the middle of all of these massive bands. They're above. Yeah. I six, have no idea. Devil Driver, Henry Rollins, Billy yeah. Talent. I mean, Johnny Truant. Don't Johnny Truant were quite big back then as well. Mm, I am definitely. You know what? I'm looking them up. Up, right up now. and coming. <laughs> up and coming band. Um, yeah, because Johnny Truant was had touring with Six a lot, weren't they? Or am I thinking of were they? Were they, they weren't on the Iowa tour. They probably were they on the Iowa tour. I don't know can't remember why is it making me log back into my spotify fuck off you should log back into your myspace <laughs> i have but um they purged all of the um they purged loads of photos did they um yeah in like 2013 so when you go in now a lot of everyone's photos are missing which is a bit shit secret machines secret machines still have 59,000 monthly listeners yeah it's still going yeah so Still going, yeah, all the way back. 2000 like to 2010. Sorry, were you going to say the same thing? Sorry, no, I was just going to say it looks like, you know, they've got albums from 2002 on there, so they must have been going even a little while back in 2006. So might have to give those guys a listen. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, on uh, on Wikipedia there, from 2000 to 2010, and then must have had a hiatus until 2020, until present. Mm. Who are they? The members played... I don't know. I'm not going to carry on reading. That's interesting, though. Seeing... A band mm-hmm. that we neither of us ever heard of in the middle of all those awesome bands. Yeah. Um, Fair play to them. Within Temptation, I don't think I saw them, but I was thinking during the week. Uh, yeah. Because um, I said last episode, didn't I, actually, that like, when, when the record labels decide they need bands of a certain genre, like Evanescence came along and they're like, oh, we need, we, we need Nightwish to come over and be big over here. And then they got... Within, within Temptation, and there's probably been a few since, but they're all very similar, very close to each other. When are we going to get rock music with a male operatic, operatic singer? <laughs> they, they probably exist. That's true. And if not, they should. Yeah, they, they probably <laughs> do. That yeah, would be probably awesome. Do. I just think that a, fe- a female sort of operatic voice suits metal. Yeah. It just it, it makes sense. But um, nobody thought that before Evanescence. Uh, well, no. I, yeah, I should well, say. Yeah, well, they probably did. Nightwish were well, way before Evanescence, I believe. Oh, way but before, yeah. But I think here. that um, they pro- because Evanescence got big, they broke the mold a little yeah. bit, didn't they? And then female-fronted bands started to get a lot bigger. Yeah. So you know, you had know, bands like Lacuna Coil that were way before Evanescence um, that were big, but Evanescence definitely pushed female vocals in a upward direction, which is really yeah. cool. Because then you had bands like you had me- like Arch, Arch Enemy, Enemy, yeah were just fucking unbelievable like i love that band so much and that was like you know the first time i'd heard a woman scream just as good if not better than any male singer i was like holy shit this is incredible so yeah definitely evanescence had a lot to push female sort of metal singers in the right direction so i it done a lot of good i think yeah definitely definitely yeah 
but yeah, I'm still waiting on the male operating, 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 <laughs> operatic singer. It, it might not be very good, but it was just like a, just a shower thought. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I need to listen to more within temptation. They uh, I, I had them come on just randomly on Spotify the other day, and and I, I was thinking I could get into this. Like obviously bands change a lot over over years. I mean I was quite into Evanescence, and I tried Nightwish. Nightwish were okay. And then Within Temptation came after, and I was like, ah, these are okay as well, but I didn't take to Within Temptation, really. Yeah, um, okay. So I just ignored them for a long time, but they probably put out a lot of albums, and they probably put out a lot of different sounding stuff as well, you know? They probably didn't sound anything like they did when they first came out, so... Um, yeah, it might be worth going across their sort of range of music now and seeing what what, what tracks pop yeah. up. Uh, because, I mean, look at... We, we spoke about Bring Horizon six albums very very different <laughs> to each other yeah exactly very different um and uh ultra bridge yeah uh you said you were a massive fan yeah huge great set absolutely brilliant loved every second of it crowd were extremely loud on that stage because they always were and um ultra bridge were really fresh at the time i think their second album had just come out or was just about to come out uh, and everyone was just super pumped and hearing miles kennedy just sing live was for the first time was like holy hell this guy's voice is insane and obviously you know in the early the bands as they get on and on they don't they're not as hungry for it but when you watched alter bridge at this time they were really hungry to impress people and they definitely impressed me 100 percent. yeah it's the same story with them to be honest i i must have heard a few songs back when back on probably like kerrang and scuzz and I wasn't a fan, but again, I, I had some come on recently on, on my Spotify just randomly. And, and I was like, oh, who's this? This is, sounds all right. And I realized it was Ultra Bridge. And I thought, yeah, I, I probably, it is the kind of music I would really like normally. Um, well, I know how much you like your, um, you know, you like your heavy stuff, yeah. right? I would say that the best sort of song I reckon you could listen to to get into them, which is pure riffage. And pure Miles Kennedy just going off on one song called "Addicted to Pain." Yeah, it is just full throttle. Let's be Avenue. All right, <laughs> let's go. If you listen to that, you'll be like, "All right, shit, I'm gonna listen to some more Ultra Bridge because that's actually really sick." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you. You don't like to wait around. You don't like bands that faff around and take ages to get to a place. You no. want what you want, and you want it now, and that's fair enough. And that is the song I would recommend you to say. This is this is what we're going to give you. Let's be having it. I'm going to write it down now. So, yeah, addicted to pain. Awesome. And then on the on the main stage on on a Saturday were uh, Satyricon. Oh, that just that just brought back some memories. Actually, <laughs> um, Blood Simple, Arch Enemy, Alice in Chains, Stone Sour, Avenged Sevenfold, Trivium, Corn, and then Metallica. That is ridiculous. Again, that is just yeah. Arch Enemy, Alice in Chains, Stone Sour, Avenged Sevenfold, Trivium, Corn, and then Metallica. <laughs> that is actually mental. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! That is that's wowzer. That is my god. This whole festival's ridiculous. It, this one. it was that that stage is just f- absolutely stupid. That's mental. It, it's strange. It's, it's 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 as if they sort of try and pad it out a little bit more now. They they have a lot more bands, but 
I just think that the 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 world of rock and metal is much more diverse now than it was so it feels like it's more dislocated where at this time it kind of feels like all the bands fell into the same region even though they obviously are different bands whereas now it can look more disjointed than it actually is so when you look at lineups like that i mean that was pretty much a standard lineup for a festival back then yeah that's true so at the time it didn't feel out of place where you look back at now and you think jesus christ that's fucking ridiculous but that is the bands that were about in 2006 so i suppose you have to take it with a bit of hindsight i suppose it's it's easier to get into music and and get yourself out there a bit now yeah exactly yeah back back at this time most bands were probably just waiting for record labels to come and see them at a gig and go yes we want you also i feel like i feel like smaller bands are given more of a limelight now than they were back then yeah Uh, i feel like in the early days i would have been a lot less likely to go and watch a small band than I am now. That not that it wouldn't have, but there was so many big bands that were booked. I feel like the smaller bands got the the uh, um, a rough end of the stick. Where now I think they even it out a bit more. So smaller bands will have bigger crowds, yeah. which makes sense because if you don't give love to the bottom, they're never going to get to the top. Yeah, so yeah, it makes more sense now than it did then. It's just that then it did feel like more of a separation between the big bands and the small bands, which is why a lot of these lineups just look ridiculous. So I like it better now. I know these lineups are stupid and that, but I like it now. I like discovering new bands. I like watching smaller bands. I like it more now than I did then. So yeah, it's it's, it's changed. Downloads evolved with the times, which is what we want. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like I said, it's, it's the bands that were available. It's the bands that would have been played on on the TV channels, the Scuzz and Kerrang. Mm. Um, and they knew that's what people liked. Uh, so that's what they got, I guess. Now, yeah, that yeah, it's not so centralised to one place. People listen to stuff from all over. And, and so they can get yeah. other bands. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, music's just a lot more accessible. So the bands are more spread out. So um, And Metallica did... Uh, well, no. Um, I've read that, haven't I? Yeah. So this was the year, Corn. Uh, Jonathan Davis went off sick. He uh, pulled a sickie. Phoned <laughs> the doctors that uh, he did. Yeah. Can't go to work. Give me, give me a sick note. <laughs> um, Hi guys, can't come into work today. Yeah, he had um, some sort of blood issue. It was like a blood disease or something that he got, or a blood infection. So he, re- he was in a really bad way. Yeah, apparently, yeah. You, you, you couldn't couldn't make it at all. Um, so props to Corn because they still wanted to play. And then a couple of days before, they contacted people, or they contacted people on the day. I can't remember what the story was. Uh, you know, people they knew in other bands. Yeah. If they would want to come and sing some corn songs because they didn't want to disappoint the fans and cancel altogether. So this was a really weird corn set, but it's also the only time you're going to see corn karaoke, as everyone yeah. called it, which is like five amazing singers singing corn songs with corn yeah <laughs> it's a one-off it, it's just like in 2004 when joey played drums for metallica you're never going to see these things no. again they only happened once and it was the original corn lineup minus jonathan davis with other people singing it's it's a one-off thing you're never going to see again which is why it's so cool yeah uh but i know i've said said on the on the podcast before my memory of this was it was at a very very intimate small stage 
Well, it obviously it wasn't. It was the main stage just before Metallica. Yeah, main, main stage. Main stage just before Metallica. Yeah. I see my, my memory, it was like two in the afternoon. A very intimate, small stage. A few hundred people there, three, four hundred people there. I don't know. don't know why. <laughs> that's just what my memory... That's Yeah, that's weird. Maybe you sort of were just zoomed in on what was there, not looking at other people Maybe. in the crowd. Yeah. But yeah, they it, it was great. Yeah, so Jonathan Davis didn't turn up. And um, you had Corey Taylor, M Shadows... Matt Heafy, Des from Devil Driver, and Benji from Skin Dread, all singing corn songs with corn. It was brilliant. There was six, wasn't there? Was there six? Was there an Have you missed one? Let's consult. They're all the people I remember. I. There may have been another one, but those were the, uh, the guys that I remember. The guy from 10 singing. Years. I don't remember his name. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is, so I don't remember that. Um, I will find it because I'm going to be reading from this book in a little bit. So I'll find it when I go, okay. when I consult the book. Sweet. Um, and Metallica, yeah, Metallica played, ba- uh, not Battery, uh, Master of Puppets from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I was there for this. I would have stayed after Corn, but I don't bloody remember it either. Uh, I remember going back to the tent after Corn, grabbing loads of drinks, downing loads of shit, and then rushing for Metallica. Because we could back then. I found, uh, I came across a map for 2005. I think I might have posted it already on our on our Instagram, looking for a 2006 map. It wouldn't have changed very much, but like you got the campsites, no, you got same, the village think, yeah. on the grass where it used to be, and then straight into the arena. It was right next to it. You just literally just had to walk across the racetrack, and you were in the arena from the village edge. Yeah. So yeah, you could do that then. It was like a five ten minute walk maximum. Even from Blue, yeah, Blue Camp was just past the village. It was like the first one before the arena. So we always stayed in Blue Camp. So it was Blue Camp. You could go straight from the arena through the village into Blue Camp in about 20 minutes. You know, download loads of drinks, get loads of stuff. You're back in another yeah. 20. So you've only been away for 40 minutes. So it was in the in this days when it was in the infield. Obviously, it was a lot closer to the campsite. So it was really easy to go back to your tents and then come back to the arena with basically not missing much at all. Yeah. So that's what we've done for Metallica. Um, I actually saw, I watched Avenged as well and Trivium and Corn on that. Day. yeah and then yeah no actually it would have been we watched corn then alter bridge that was it sorry no i'm thinking of guns and roses so we we went to went, watched avenge trivium corn then went to alter bridge then watched the rest of metallica <laughs> awesome yeah a lot of running around but again it wasn't too bad at yeah. the time i mean it's not too bad yeah. now either is it it was a bit more spread out. Uh, but, I mean, there was a few years. <laughs> 2008 comes to mind. Can't wait to get there and talk about how much walking we've done that festival. Yeah. But um, when it went through the transitional year. <laughs> such but, a weird um, year. But, yeah, it's really yeah. weird year. Yeah, 2008 is a weird year. The lineup's weird. The camps were weird. The fucking thing, the arena was in a weird place. It was very strange. But we'll yeah, get I there. know my memory is <laughs> That's a strange one of what the arena looked like yes. as well, the main stage. So, uh, I, do you know what? I haven't even weird. looked at any pictures for 2008 for a long time. We'll get there. We'll wait. Don't. We'll get we'll there. We'll wait. The time. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about 2006 yeah. now. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Metallica were great. They were great. Were they? they were brilliant. I remember them being, f- I remember them being really, really loud. I felt like after Corn, someone had literally gone up to the main stage volume and just gone, right, Metallica are on. Because I remember it being super loud. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my only real recollections that they were really good and it was really loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I got absolutely 
hammered after Metallica. My <laughs> God. Awesome. Yeah, no. So obviously this is the first time they've played again since 2004, since Joe, uh, since um, they didn't have the drummer. So I think I probably would have stayed yep. for it and, and sort of gone, well, might as well see what they're like, you know, with the whole band. I probably didn't know much mm. about the hatred for Lars at this point either. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was not really. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I do not remember going. I, 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 I would have done, but I don't remember much about it mm. at all. Overall, though, I mean, what a what a fantastic at, day of music yeah. that is. Just, just wow. I mean, oh, I'd give anything to go back in time to be able to go to the Saturday of two thousand six. It would just be, oh god amazing yeah trivium i'm not sure if trivium were as good as the year before they opened 2005 didn't they one of the best sets i've ever seen in yeah. download and they top 10 for sure ass. they were absolutely incredible uh, I, I don't know if it was the the like too much hype behind them by this point uh the expectation, expectation. was too high mm. uh but i don't think they were as because it you know i would, probably would remember this one as as well as the 2005 one yeah, I've got. I've still have. I, I can still. If I close my eyes, I can picture myself standing there, looking at Matt on the stage in two thousand and five. That is just that is embedded in my memory. Two thousand and six. Looking back at pictures, I can remember it, but I can't remember it just closing my eyes. So it was. I remember it being good, but yeah, two thousand and five was. I mean, that was like a once in a lifetime performance that no one was expecting and they were just like holy shit this band are fucking incredible and this was the time this was genuinely the time when trivium were literally expected to be the next metallica yeah they i cannot understate how massive trivium were in 2006 they were absolutely huge they were giant at this time yeah. they, they should have been playing above corn <laughs> they, they were massive so um yeah them to play that high up makes sense at this time but yeah i remember them being good but i don't remember anything specifically about them playing but yeah yeah i wasn't so keen on the second album as i was the first I album but yeah crusades all right i didn't like it as much as i liked the first they, they one. put their own chant into a studio album into a song on a studio album <laughs> and i was like what the fuck are you doing like you can't you can't do that <laughs> so yeah i think i went off them a little bit the, maybe like the big headedness that oh no it probably wasn't big headedness um they were probably just really trying yeah <laughs> to, to, to get big that's why like, yeah you do this live you don't put it on a song on a studio album <laughs> hey 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 oh, fuck off <laughs> i didn't i lost a lot of respect for them for that what song is that? We are the fire, I or don't whatever remember. it is. It was one of the first ones it? they released. It was from called the something like it was called. Yeah, it was called. So I need to. I need to look that up now because I. I want to remember. Yeah, I did not like that song. <laughs> I still don't like that song. And that is why I only listened to one Trivium album. Ah, uh, one album, yeah, boy. One album again. Uh, unfortunately, you missed out on a lot of good shit. Uh, where is it? The Crusade Ignition. That's it. Yeah, I was right. Anthem. We are the fire. That was Anth- the one. They called because it I remember, Anthem. I, Put a chant, a live chant. <laughs> in hindsight, at the time, I just thought I didn't like this song, but in hindsight now, that's so lame. Yeah. Like, that's so lame, but yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trivium. Good boys, good boys. Very good boys. Yeah, they were. Yes, yeah, they are. Good boys, they are good um, boys. Let's, uh, is, is there anything we're missing from that? 
I I don't think I really watched anybody else. Uh, I said, oh, and, and um, an arch enemy. Yeah, arch enemy were great. I think I was there for them. I don't remember much about it though. Stone Sour was this the was year they had football on when Stone Sour were playing. I was going to say yes. The football was on. It was the 2006 World Cup when Stone Sour were playing, and a load of people watched it. But I, I, you've just triggered another memory. I remember M Shadows from Revenge Sevenfold coming out in a cut sleeve England shirt and singing the whole yeah. set. And everyone was like, that's sweet. Yeah. He's wearing an English shirt. It's <laughs> like playing up to everyone because he knows everyone's watching the football. And he was in like the proper old sick red 2006, you know, Stevie G era yeah. with the sleeves cut off. It, it looked really cool. I was like, they don't do that much. You never see someone from like a really heavy metal band wearing like a football shirt. So I was like, that's yeah. sick. That's sick. Uh, so yeah, so anybody who wasn't there. So my, my memory of it, I could be wrong. I've, t- I've said a few times it's been wrong. So I could be wrong about this. You're standing quite a bit back from the stage. You're sort of in in the middle of the stage, say, in line with it. About I don't know about where the the little left hand turn goes towards the the second the, the third stage. Now, say you're in line with that, mm-hmm. um, and so mm-hmm. so it would, this would be just to your right. There's a massive screen in the arena just to the right as you were stood there. Is that am I right? This is not false memory. This is that. this is yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, you could yeah. be stood watching. It was in a really weird place. Yeah, it was in a really, it was weird a really place. great it was. place. It's a better place than yeah. back in the village in a tent. Yes. <laughs> we, we, uh, I think we skipped. Like we said before, we we must have been in the same little tent watching the football at the same time. We didn't obviously didn't, yeah. didn't know each other. We were the same tent for well, back in 2006 watching. Um, I can't remember, who, who did we say? Was it sixth? Did sixth, we say yeah. sixth? Yeah. Um, we could have been standing right we next could to have each been. other. Never, never yeah. would have known. I might have. Uh, that's, I that's might have crazy. accidentally licked your armpit um, back <laughs> back in the day. Oh, I just don't remember. I'm almost sure that the amount of downloads we've both been together, we must have come in with it. Like at, at most, at least a few meters of each yeah. other. Like if we haven't walked past each other or looked in each other's direction, we've definitely been within a few meters of of each other at some point at some download yeah. in the past. Which is really cool and weird. Mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, that is not, crazy. We're, let's not go into that. that. I, I love that kind of stuff. Let's not go into that. Mm. Um, let's move on. I have more things to talk about first. Okay. Uh, so one thing that doesn't happen again at Download Now, which used to happen then, is, of course, back in the day, there was no contactless card payments. Everything was cash. And for some reason, Download every year decided to have about four fucking cash yeah. machines. You would wait in the queue for cash for about 25 minutes minimum a time. The queues were stupid. Same for water, which had an adverse effect on people. Yeah. At this point at Download, there were not enough cash machines and not enough water points. They did. They obviously just did not want people to drink any water or be hydrated at all at this festival. <laughs> Everyone was purely dehydrated the entire time, which is why certain things happen that we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, I always remember the cues for cash machines just being, you'd, you'd be like, oh, I need cash. Got no cash left. And you'd have to fucking wait in a, like 25 yeah. minutes waiting in a fucking queue for cash. It was so, they had like those really slow old school cash points that made you pay pound fifty every time you got yeah. cash out as well. It was just like, you'd waited 25 minutes and then you'd be charged <laughs> pound fifty out of your own money as well as waiting 25 minutes to get cash. Those, those, That always sticks in my memory from this download, the amount of time I spent in 
cash uh, waiting for cash machines when I could have fucking you know been watching bands and the other thing that stood out to me from a video that I watched um that we will link in the description um how I cannot I can't put in your head unless you were there and then when you watch these videos how right the campsites now are so clean it's unbelievable there's hardly any rubbish anywhere you do get some people that are messy download in 2006 looked like the set of a post-apocalyptic movie it was a dust bowl covered in rubbish (laughs) the campsites you know back then we weren't recycling we weren't i wasn't bringing bags and putting stuff in i was just throwing all my shit on the floor and everyone else was throwing all their shit on the floor the place was a fucking disgrace it was a mess i feel so sorry for the people that had to clean up for the first like five or six downloads because it was really bad like really really bad piles of rubbish in the middle piles of rubbish in the aisles just it was just it was like a wasteland it was just that just those memories always come back to me how disgusting the campsites were they were just rough as hell now it's like incredible (laughs) it's like wow there's no rubbish anywhere everyone's so nice (laughs) now back then no one give a fuck no yeah no okay that's cool and and, uh, well you 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 made me think of um the recycling people for the cups in the arena as well i was i was for some reason i thought you were talking about that and then i was shocked when you said a campsite again i was like oh yeah you were talking about campsite yeah but yeah Mm. that that didn't exist at this point either there was nobody they weren't paying people to go around collecting all the all the rubbish even the arena the arena floor is just bottles it was just like now when you see a band you know if you if you stay after like i do I'll tell you all my download mm. tricks on my <laughs> YouTube videos. Don't worry about that. Um, but, you know, I like to stand still, shall I say, after the headliners finish. Once everyone's gone, you know, there's rubbish there because it's at the front of a of a thing that's been going all day. But, I mean, it was like two foot deep at the front of just bottles. Yeah. It was, you, you, were, you didn't realise the whole time you'd been watching all the sets, you were just standing on bottles. You hadn't actually touched <laughs> the grass for the last two sets because you were just standing on rubbish and bottles. So um, that always just come that came flooding back to me when I watched these videos, just how dirty and <laughs> fucking disgusting the place yeah. was, and how much um, work and effort the team at Download Early Doors must have had to clean this place up because it was a right state. Yeah. Cool. Do you know, there's a few things I want to talk about the poster generally as well. I know you said about the colours earlier, but yeah, let's go on to the Sunday, um, and on the the Snickers Bowl was. Evergrey, Betty Curse, and Viking Skull. Um, the third one, Viking Skull. Same as the other two two stages. Cape of Joined Up, Get Where Get Get Cape Where Cape Fly, and Viking Skull. You can't have better band names than that, really, can you? <laughs> yeah, that Snickers Bowl stage just had the best names of the entire festival. Like maybe the best names of any lineup. <laughs> on any stage ever this one takes the biscuit it's so good <laughs> uh but yeah i don't think i went to see any of them um mm-hmm. i think i said earlier i don't i don't remember what this looked like so i might not have gone over to it at all um i was meaning to look it up but that's one of the things i didn't get around to doing on the on the gibson's guitar stage myspace.com um <laughs> uh started with i defy uh street light youth winterville the zico chain lauren harris Voodoo Six, Bring Me the Horizon, Mended, oh no, Mendeed even, Blindside, Darkest Hour, Monine, Skindred, Lordy, and Sick of It All. 
Not many of those I really knew of. Um, I'd seen Mendeed were a Scottish band. They were like hardcore slash metalcore band. Right. I'd seen them support Bleeding Through loads in London. They were really good. I actually spoke to the singer a few times. They were a great band. I never watched them that weekend, but they were really, really good. Um, Bring Me the Horizon. I mean, you can't see an earlier Bring Me the Horizon show at a festival than no. that. It was uh, Eugene took me. It was mental. <laughs> it's just, just insane. Me? I think I only caught a couple of a couple of the songs, and then I I walked off. I wasn't into Bring Me at that point, but I did manage to catch a couple of songs, and it was just a tiny stage. You know, this is pure first album deathcore. Bring Me the Horizon, and it was just fucking limbs. The whole <laughs> tent was just limbs. It was something to behold. I was not into them, did catch a few songs, and then I walked off and can't remember who else I went to watch at that point. But yeah, I'm glad I caught a little sneak peek of sort of early Bring Me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, look at it. Middle of the day, third stage, and now they're headlining. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I love this. You know, whenever we go through these old lineups, it's like the Biffy one on the on the 2005 or four one that we said. Yeah. You know, these bands that start off small... You know, it is possible for your band to start on the small stage and eventually one day be headlining the festival. If things go your way, luck goes your way. A lot of luck in the music industry. You have to be good as well, obviously. And I think Bring the Horizon are fucking amazing. Um, and yeah, fair play to them. Look at that tiny little yeah. third stage. And this year, we're going to be standing them, watching them on the big boy mm. stage. Pretty cool. Yeah. Lordy, I'm pretty sure we just would have seen Lordy. This was the year yeah, that so. they won Eurovision with Hard Rock Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, I don't no much of sick of it all but i want to i want to listen to them um for reasons that will become clear in a little bit wait bait okay uh, wait, wait bait i watched skindred as well i watched skindred and lordy ah, cool i don't think i knew of skindred at this point yeah me and my brother were early doors with skindred we had the i had, I had the original version of the first album the black one the original 2002 pressing before it got re-released so we were really early skindred yeah. fans nice. so we went to see it. They were they were excellent, really good. Not the tour de force live that they are now, but they were still really good. Moving up uh, on the second stage on the Sunday, uh, started with God forbid, then Zebrahead, Soil Work, Soil Work, nice. Uh, from first to last, Fight Star, Aiden, Hundred Reasons, Eighteen Visions, Alexis on Alexis on Fire, and then the Prodigy. That's a great it stage. Yeah. That's a that's a nut again. That Snicker stage this festival was just unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. I was Did you watch anyone that, that, I that don't day on that think stage? So maybe 18 Visions. Uh was it 18 Visions that did I wish I was a girl? No, I'm thinking somebody else, aren't I? Don't think so. I wish I was a girl, so damn much. Do, 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 do. That is not 18 Visions, okay. no. 18 Visions are like um Sort of hardcore metally with a little bit of emo thrown okay. in there. Tower of Snakes, that's a really good 18 Visions song. They had a few bangers. There, there definitely was one 18 Visions song I really liked, and I think I might have gone to see him just for that. Um, I didn't nice. really know who Fight Star were at the time. Soil Work, I didn't know who they were. Zebrahead have been eluding me all my life. I've never seen them, uh, but I don't think I intended to see them this year in 2006. Uh, so, no, I don't think, really think I really went to see anybody on here um, possibly well, 18 visions. a little weird thing is from first to last their singer is now known as skrillex really skrillex was the singer of the emo band from first huh. to last 
they are incredible. <laughs> he is a fantastic singer, uh, as well as a dubstep artist. And a little uh, little nugget as well, they had Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit playing bass for them live at Download. Did they? No, I did they not did know indeed. that. I watched it. I watched the whole set and it was fantastic. <laughs> Again, another one-off thing that you're never going to see. At this yeah. point, he wasn't in Limp Biscuit. He was playing bass <laughs> on the tour, four from first to last. <laughs> so I saw Skrillex and Wes Borland in, in an emo band. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that was a, another one-off download experience that you're never going to get again. And it was sick. Yeah. <laughs> they have got some bangers as well. They are a really, really great great band great singer yeah and that was really cool to see um i saw aiden aiden i saw them as a sort of um successor to the misfits a little bit more emo but they sounded very punk at the same time but people hated yeah, them i remember that they weren't they hate and i don't know why because musically they're fantastic but they were all gothed up so obviously people didn't like that at this point um you know like motionless in white and bands are now that's what aiden were like back in the day and it just wasn't people just didn't yeah. get it um so they when they this is another cool thing i always remember when they came out the singer of aiden had a um had an umbrella and he came out with an umbrella because i've never seen so many bottles <laughs> thrown at a band before they've even started playing a note of music before i mean bottles coming from all directions yeah. literally hitting these poor guys all they wanted to do was play some tunes. <laughs> the gig was excellent, and um, they obviously turned a lot of people around. But, I mean, all of them were just batting off, you know, flying yeah. wherever the whole time. I'm sure there was some Snickers <laughs> up there as well at some point, <laughs> probably. Um, but I always remember him coming out, and uh, he had it, and then he opened it, and then all these bottles were just being thrown. For the first song, he was just singing under an umbrella. <laughs> I'm sure there must be video footage yeah. of it somewhere. Um, but, yeah, it was mental. I've never seen so much hate. For a band before it was well, apparently crazy. the same happened to Fight Star because of Charlie Simpson being in. Oh, that's was such a good. I never watched busted? them that year, but I, I love Fight Star. Was it? Yeah, he was a yeah. busted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just because of who he Excellent. was, he decided to. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't mind Fight Star. I haven't listened to too much of this stuff, but I, it was all right. Oh man, Woo. Fight Star are yeah. great. They've they've morphed into sounding more like Deftones than Fight Star now, but they are a brilliant band. Love them. Love Charlie. Love Five Star. Yeah. Um, I just want to say quickly, and um, I watched The Prodigy, and it's the best time I've ever seen The Prodigy. Really? They were, wow. In that tent was fucking going off. They People kept on climbing up the, you know, like I've the steel rafters. Pictures of, that, pictures of that, yeah. And they had to keep stopping the gig over and over again because everyone was just going just so nuts to Prodigy. They had to keep stopping it all the time. But it was fun. It was, uh, that's one of the best. Yeah, it's probably the best time I've seen Prodigy, yeah. I would say. Apart from 2009, I think that's... They were unbelievable. And the sound in that tent was just so good. So, yeah, I'll always remember seeing Prodigy then. That was wicked. Yeah, that, that it's because of them, I found out what the capacity of it was. Uh, I think someone in the book said uh, mm. it was like 25,000 pe- 25, people trying to fit into a 15,000 capacity tent. It was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, um, I didn't watch them. Uh, I do want to say, I want to go back, sorry, I, I was going to say for a trail, but I wasn't really sure how we were doing this, so I just stopped myself. But I remember a trail, I definitely saw a trail, um on a Friday, before we go into the last set, set of bands. They had three kick drums, well the, the, the drummer had three kick drums, and I was there like, why? 
Why has he got three kick drums? Because he's only got two feet and two two drums. Maybe he uses a. Maybe he had a like a double bass flick pedal, and then he had a single pedal for some songs. Yeah. maybe, <laughs> probably something like that. That it was could, probably could have just yeah. Been, he likes symmet- yeah. symmet- symmetry. symmetry. <laughs> You've got to get in that third foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that came back to me earlier when I was talking about them, and I forgot to say it, and I don't know why it just come back to me. I suppose because they were a bit of a okay. emo band, a bit like some of the bands on the stage we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely screamo. Yeah, sorry, they emo. had screaming, but the, but yeah, but they definitely had a lot of emo to them. But oh, I love the Treyu, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they're, about, they're, about, they're just um, they're touring with Bullet at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I heard that people have been putting posts up saying Bullet were really, really fucking good the last couple of nights. Yeah, really good. They're always great, but I mean, at the pilot, I was like fucking hell they have stepped their game like they've always been good live but at the pilot i thought they were absolutely unbelievable and they should be playing they should be headlining stages yeah. now yeah well and let's get to the juicy juicy sunday night of download 2006 uh so the day started with breed 77 uh then into hate breed uh, dragon force 36 crazy fists in flames lacuna coil cradle of filth bullet for my valentine Funeral for a friend. Funeral for a friend. Bigger than Bullet for my Valentine. At this point, at that That's time, GNR. definitely. And then GNR, Guns and Roses, Axel and Friends. Actually, <laughs> it was Axel and Friends, big time. <laughs> I never watched it, Guns and Roses, but I heard it was a massive shit show. It was. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. came yeah. on really late. I, don't, I think, yeah, he came on. It was about an hour late, I think. And that was quite a po- uh, not popular, quite a regular thing. Like, you, you feel like you're waiting ages for the band to come on, and they would always be late. I, I think generally these days they're quite good at being on time, or maybe not the band. Maybe it's uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the technical stuff behind the scenes uh, is is on time now. Maybe it was, wasn't was necessarily the band. But yeah. There are a lot more curfews now as well, though. Like, you know, download have to stop at a certain yeah. time. Where I feel like back in the day they had a little bit more leeway with stuff like that, <clears throat> with volumes. Like I, I feel like the main stage back in the day was much louder than it is now, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I feel like there's more. Yeah, on the technical side, I don't think you can go as loud these days. And I think that um, they're very stringent on this is the time you start and this is the time that you finish. Yeah. Where back in the day you could, you know, I think you could get a little bit more out of it. Yeah, that's fair. So uh, I'm pretty sure I would have just stayed at this this stage all day. I do. I remember uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Jacob. You met him. Came last year. He was very much into Breed Seventy Seven. I think I bought one of their albums, but I never got into it. Mm. It was a cool case though. Um, so we were just sat in in the field in front of the stage, waiting for Breed Seventy Seven to come on, just chilling out. Nice. Um, and it was really nice when they came on. I, they weren't too heavy, were they? They were very new metally. Yeah. Breed seventy seven. They had that pure. They came from that breed of uh, new metal bands. <laughs> nope. Um, hate breed. Would have stuck around for hate breed. Dragon Force. I think I stayed for Dragon Force and Crazy Fists and In Flames. I probably, I probably just stayed there all day. I don't fully remember, but I wouldn't have gone very far. I remember uh, I missed In Flames because of someone else. I can't remember why. I watched all of Lacuna Coil, who were brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Creative Filth were great as well. Brilliant. I watched Bullet. I think I watched a couple of songs of Funeral and then we went to get into the 10th yeah. Prodigy 
and I didn't watch a note of Guns N' Roses. So yeah, Guns N' Roses were interesting. Um, and partly the reason for the riot, we would say, and you said it probably the heat as well. Uh, so oh, it was a lot of factors yeah. going on. Can I just say quickly before we jump to that, I want to say that it was a very proud moment for 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 us Bullet fans at this point because I'd been a Bullet fan since the EP, so even before the album came out. So we were going to all the small little shows. We went to meet them in HMV in London. We'd been Bullet fans from the word go. And when they brought out the first album, Poison, and it was so incredibly good, as Bullet fans, especially like me and Eugene, who were like just hardcore, like everything was Bullet My Valentine, yeah. everything. We were so happy that Bullet had such a main point on the main yeah. stage. For a Bullet fan from watching them from the beginning, it was just the best to see them play such a huge show. I remember just being like a very proud parent of a band that I'd always loved standing there going, oh, I feel quite proud of, <laughs> of these guys, even though I don't, I don't know them, but I felt like genuinely really proud that they had got this far up the lineup, playing, you know, above In Flames, above Cradle of Filth. I, I just, at the time, it was a big deal for both yeah, fans. awesome. Do uh, you know, I, I was, I couldn't believe Funeral for a Friend were above Bullet, but they didn't enjoy it. They weren't, they, they, they don't, they didn't like this gig. This, did you, have you ever heard that? No. No. Well, why? Let's read from my book then, before we go into all the riot. Here we go. Let everyone know which book you're reading from. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned it a few times so far. Um, so I am reading The Download Festival, uh, The Unofficial History by Ian Carroll. And it's just basically talking about every year, got a few sort of interviews. I'm not sure if he did these interviews or whether he just transcribed them from other interviews and put them in a book. Um because some of them are a bit weird and pointless. But uh, it's also really good. Uh, I found out some really cool stuff, like um, Axl Rose's shoe size. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, uh, so uh, from Matt Davies from Funeral Friend, the last time we played was in support to Guns N' Roses, just before they made their return, and it was one of those things that you wish you could scrub from your memory, really. I would have rather been watching Sick of It All. <laughs> and uh, and the nice. yeah, the other one is uh, Ryan Ryan Richard from Funeral Friend. He's a drummer. The most difficult show was the one where we were main support for Guns N' Roses. It was still enjoyable, but there were a lot of people who were just there to see, uh, just there just to see Guns N' Roses, who were probably immensely disappointed, as I was. I had set myself up for disappointment, to be honest, as I couldn't really see it being that great, and it wasn't. I wish that they would just leave GNR alone unless Slash would come back, but then it would just be Axel, Slash, and friends. There we go. I stole that joke earlier. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they didn't enjoy it. I couldn't believe that. Uh, was there any... Yeah, from the footage, there's some really great footage um, from the Koran coverage of Funeral for Friends when they, they're playing. And um, they, it looks amazing. They sound great, and the uh, the crowd that like they're really into it. So maybe from their side, it didn't seem like it, but from the videos, it seems like people were loving Funeral for a Friend. They were super hot at this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they were massive, weren't they? But uh, that's sort of just being professional, I guess. Yeah. You have to be when you're yeah, a big band like that. Yeah. They... Well, we all know, you know, Axl Rose has made up for it now, playing three and a half hour sets and actually giving it his all and stuff he's kind of given it back to the fans in the last couple of years so fair play to him but at this point everyone knows he was a very difficult man 
the band was in turmoil. They there was all sorts of stuff going on. So you know, obviously he, he had his problems like everyone else. Seems to have sorted it all out now. So um, that's good for Guns and Roses fans. I yeah. guess. Because everyone, everyone that saw them at download, uh, when was it? Two thousand and what was it? Twenty? When did Guns N' Roses play? Twenty eighteen. Everyone said that they were fantastic, and all the Guns N' Roses fans loved it. So fair play to them. At least they came back to download and played a good yeah. set. <laughs> um. So if that's the last time they play, they played a three and a half hour excellent set that people enjoyed. So yeah, they they, they were very good in twenty eighteen. Yeah, they what was it? Twelve year break. They didn't play between two thousand and six and twenty eighteen. Not a download. Um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't really know much about them at this point. I knew who they were, obviously, but I didn't know how bad they were. I think there were rumors that going around that he had done similar things on the tour that they had done before coming to download two thousand and six, like showing up two hours late to to shows. Um, some of the things I've read in the book, apparently, like the backstage areas where all the bands are. Everyone hangs out and and meets each other. Apart from the headliners, they sort of they shut everything everything off when the headliners are coming through, so nobody can see them or speak to them. And they come through and then let them all back out and from the pens or whatever, whatever they do. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's probably like that now. Yeah, I would say they just headliners are the headliners, so they probably get all their own sort of shit, which is fair enough. But you know, you still see oh, if they if the bands want to, I'm sure in the day they go out and you know hang out with all their mates and that but i guess when you get closer to the show they kind of lock the headliners yeah. away <laughs> and say right you guys are separated from the rest of the class yeah. uh there was a couple more that i wanted to read out before we go uh because there's one i want to read out for guns and roses as well uh, okay. but yeah there's one very cool one i want to read out uh so this one is uh from george petit petit then i pronounce that from alexis on fire Quite a long one, this one, but it's, a, it's quite a good one. So here I found myself backstage in the VIP free drink section. I didn't have the appropriate wristband to be back there, but Aaron from Billy Talent headed to bed early for the night and gave me his. I used a paperclip to secure <laughs> it to my wrist, and it was free drinks for me. Sorry, download, but the exchange rate is pretty hefty from us Canadians, uh, for us Canadians, and we ain't rich. <laughs> Uh, so I'm standing around with some of Billy Talent boys chatting and shooting the shit when who walks in? ex-Pantera frontman Phil Anselmo he was completely smashed which was exactly how I expected him to be the second he got a drink he beelined it over to this chap wearing a minor threat t-shirt pointed at his chest and said first album only fuck Fugazi that alone was probably the best thing I could have possibly witnessed that weekend uh, but the story didn't end there. Later that evening, when Phil got within earshot of me, I told him I thought he was going to perform with Alice in Chains, as I had heard several rumours. He quickly responded, I was too wasted. They would have never let me on stage. A fitting answer from the man who, had, who has died three times. More time passes, <laughs> my friend Ben and I hanging out, when who strolls over but Phil yet again. Hey, where are you guys from? Toronto, Canada, we responded. Ah, a couple of Canadians. I'm Phil from Louisiana. You guys want to hear me sing a song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to hear me sing something? You're damn straight we wanted to hear Phil Anselmo sing something. A personal concert just for me and Ben. I was totally jazzed. Phil puts his arm around us and begins this tune. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, etc. Um, I probably don't need to tell you it wasn't my birthday. Phil then let us, Phil then let us go and was wrangled by one of his crew. 
And that's the story of the night. Phil Anselmo sang me happy birthday. You just can't make this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. That is incredible. Do you know, that's jogged another memory. He was side of the stage for Devil Driver. Was he? Because Des Des and Phil are very good friends because Cole Chamber played a lot with Pantera in the 90s. And every couple of songs, (laughs) Phil would wander onto the stage walk up to Des and just grab the microphone and just start spouting absolute <laughs> bollocks. Like, literally. like, And he was standing on the side of the stage doing that Phil look, sunglasses on, and he was just pointing at Des and, like, jamming on the side of the stage. But that yeah. has just triggered those memories. <laughs> drunk Phil Anselmo. Drunk, yeah. So he can't have been wrong, because well, I bet that motherfucker was drunk the whole weekend. Yeah, probably. Uh, so he played with Down, didn't he? Um yeah, they didn't play this. They didn't play this one though, did they? Yes, it's on. Oh no, it's on Wikipedia. They, it's not on the poster. Play Secret Band. No, I do not remember downplaying this. This download. Uh, it wasn't a secret band. It was like a guest band, like filling in, um, really late or something. I will have to find it. Download Wikipedia. Come on, you have got to scroll too far. It's only two thousand six. Tool. And so they played the main stage as well. Pretty sure they did. They're not on here. Where did they play? I think they did. I think they did. Because <laughs> I'm sure I read it somewhere. But I can't see it. And I'm not going to look for too long. Down, yeah. Opened the main stage on the Saturday. Down, oh, okay. Down, Satyricon, Blood Simple, Arch Enemy. Wow. Yeah. That would have been something to catch I did if he see was down. that drunk. I did see Down. He would have been drunk first thing in the morning, wouldn't he? Before yes, going he on. would have. Yeah. I said, yeah, he would have. Yeah, he yeah. definitely would have. Yeah, I got a maybe when it was like in in two thousand and nine down were absolutely unbelievable. They were fantastic, but yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen them this early. I think I saw them in two thousand seven. I saw them the year after this yeah. at Brixton, and they were great. But um, yeah, or two thousand and eight, seven or eight. I don't remember. See? I don't remember them being at this download. There, that's insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it says uh, down playing an an an, an unannounced set on Saturday. With the laminates showing, oh yeah, the laminates showing question marks in the time slot. So yeah, it was a secret yeah, band. I remember hearing about a secret band. Don't remember that it was down, but yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, I got one more to read you before talking about uh, Guns N' Roses and the Riot. If you if mm-hmm. you want, uh, it's a bit of a long one again, but it's a cool one. I'm not going to tell you who it was. You have to try and guess as as we're going. See at what point uh, you can work out. We were booked to play the tent and we had a blast, but I'm friends with Robert in Metallica and he said, dude, Jonathan Davis and they are looking for someone to sing and I have put your name forward. I just went out there and spoke to a couple of the guys in Corn. They said that they had wanted me to sing two songs, but I said that I would do one because of it, because if it all went horribly wrong, I could end up getting covered in piss. They then said to me to sing one song. Of all of the of all of the metal bands in the nineties, I was a massive Corn fan. I'd even paid money and brought tickets to go and see Corn, and now I've got Fieldy asking me to sing a Corn song. Uh, it was like a dream. I had Robert Trulo, Trulio, Robert Trulio. We always said Trujillo, but it's it's said weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. I had Robert Trujillo saying, "Dude, you can do it," and I'd got Fieldy saying, "Will you do it?" And I'm just an asshole from Newport. With these two huge rock monsters asking me to do it. <laughs> I went up there and I thought I would just give it my best shot. And I know that the British heavy metal fans love my band. So I went up there and gave it gave it all I got. 
I sang Adidas, and to this day, I think, my God, it's just a dream. It was incredible. I met Corey from Slipknot. I hadn't really known him before, but he was really trying to bring it all together. So there was Corey, Des from Devil Driver, and the guy from Avenged Sevenfold. And he was like, come on, guys, this is not about us. We're representing Jonathan Davis here, and we've really got to get this together. He gave us a pep talk before he went on and cheered us up. He made us feel like a team and made us all feel comfortable. I wish that I had really done another song as the entire crowd sang along. You either get covered in piss or kisses. I guess we got covered in kisses. Benji Webb from Skin Dread, if you hadn't <laughs> guessed. Is, yeah, that is awesome, man. Yeah. So cool. That was cool. And yeah, like I said, this this book is filled with cool stuff like that. Um, like I said, I found out about the, the big poster. Um, it's also filled with uh, stuff. Right, one more, one more. Because it's got one from somebody They're from cool. the Blackout. So, yeah, this this one is from James Davies from the Blackout. I went once before at the old site, inside the racetrack. The year Guns N' Roses played, in inverted commas. That's it. <laughs> so, some really good ones and some not so good ones. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a cool book. And there's only two years left. It's only the first seven years. So, we've got 2008 and 2009. Then you have to find a nice. new book. We'll have to but, write one. We have to write one. We'll have to write one. Yeah. Someone should be transcribing this podcast and just put it into a book. There you go. Yeah, they should. Definitely. <laughs> you know, in many years to come, when uh, when downloads all over, a bit like a bit like the documentary of the Woodstock thing, when they get like big actors and stuff and and people from the time to come and sit in a room and be interviewed, we'll be in that. We'll be in that for download. Yeah, that would be great. And yeah. they'll say, ah, well, what happened with this? And obviously, I don't remember. <laughs> we got the knowledge between the two of us we can figure it out yeah we just can't have one without the other otherwise that doesn't work no no we'll, we'll be, <laughs> yeah that'd be cool um so on to the riots and well the guns and roses controversy so yeah he came on late he slipped on the stage do you know why he slipped on the stage no idea because he had this stupid um leather like homemade shoes on so, oh, here's another one from from a guy from the message forums who was up in the uh, the sound desk tower as well, like hearing the stuff that he was barking orders like as well. That's a cool story. You have to get the book, uh, not you, listeners, and read it, but not too far. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, he'd slipped because he had these stupid leather, like homemade shoes on. And he went out the back and he and, and the, the, the manager, the manager was, like saying they're not going back on until the whole stage is carpeted. Ridiculous. And they, they managed to talk him into borrowing somebody else's shoes. Oh, my God. But he, he's only got a size five and a half feet. <laughs> <laughs> so he was going around like this stupid like Cinderella thing. Of course he does. Uh, trying to find someone uh, with, with five and a half, like size five and a half feet. I don't know any men who have got feet that small. That's um, pretty small. Unless you're like a really tiny person yeah but jesus christ yeah fucking hell that's hilarious but yeah so he managed to find one pair of trainers like from from one guy in the end and and and, and the guy had to, uh, had to go back to work with no shoes on so he's just <laughs> given axel rose's shoes to go out and play but yeah it was a good hour that was a good hour that he was off i think it was a long time i can't remember uh but yeah we was, we were sat up on the um the hill on the left hand side watching it just waiting for it it was getting a bit cold at that point, I believe. Uh, it, was, it was getting dark. Um, but yeah, just sat waiting for him to come out. And like I said, I, I hadn't heard much about what what antics they'd been sort of 
doing and, and how much of a dick he was at the time. Uh, so I didn't really know what to expect, but I'd, I'd heard a little bit. So I was like, this is... I think crap. it was yeah it was it was like a it was a whirlwind because the the riots were caused by Guns N' Roses being late and just not playing a proper set so people getting annoyed the fact that pretty much no one had drunk any water the whole weekend yeah like there, there were there were no water points like there are now it, they they either weren't working or you had to queue for 40 minutes i remember standing in the queue and thinking i'm not even i'm just i'm just going to get a beer i'm not even going to bother drinking water um and you got to bear in mind, people had been in scorching heat for five days. Yeah. I mean, it, people were... I remember on the Sunday, the Sunday was one of my most drunk days of the whole weekend because I was almost delirious because I hadn't eaten barely anything. I've been drinking the whole weekend, all in the sun. And by the Sunday, everyone had just decided, I'm going to start setting stuff on fire. And I'm going to start breaking stuff apart and just throwing it. Yeah. And it was just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was just like, there were really good videos on YouTube. So we'll link those in the description. But I mean, there were actual riot police yeah. called to download. And they were beating people up. People were throwing fucking fences at them. Bits of tents. You know, anything they could get their hands on at the police. So... The people were going wild. The police were going wild. It was just like nothing has ever happened like that a download ever before. It was just... The end of 2009 was also mental to the point where the riot police were probably almost called, but it didn't quite go that far. But this was by far the most insane, crazy, sort of non-download-esque thing. Like, you would never expect people at downloads to get that rowdy that the riot police are called but i think it was just a whirlwind of everything that had happened across the weekend you know the weather had a lot to do with it the no water points the people covered in dust you know constant heat and then guns and roses just disappointing so many people it just all <laughs> amalgamated into everyone wanting to just tear the fucking place apart and yeah. that's pretty much what they did <laughs> it was um yeah it was mental so if you if you don't know about that uh, you know, go on YouTube and type in "download 2006 riots" or click on the links in the description, and uh, you'll see just how insane it actually was. And uh, hopefully, that never happens at download again. But um, yeah, <laughs> it was mad. Yeah, well, so I didn't know how bad they were until looking them up for this episode. Uh, I think I probably found some of the same videos as you did. There was like a part, like six parts from like it was like 16 years ago, so it wasn't. Yeah, it was a long time yeah. ago. Uh, but um, so I, I remember going to sleep. I think everyone in our camp was worried that our tents might get set on fire while we were sleeping, but that there wasn't much going on around us. I think we could see lots of fires in the distance, but there was quite often fires in the campsites on the Sunday night. So yeah. we didn't realize there were big fires. We didn't realize they actually had riot police come in um, with dogs. They had dogs with the riot police. But people were actually like standing up to the right police as well and, and shouting at them, having a go at them. It's like, like you said, yeah. that's not what happens at download. That's not what you would no, expect. You wouldn't expect it from download. But I just think, yeah, a lot of stuff added to it. Uh, yeah, it was freaking crazy. It was like, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing at the time. I was like, is this actually how am I in some sort of weird dream? Am I asleep? Because yeah. this is insane. <laughs> it's fucking mental. Like hordes of riot police rushing towards people. It was fucking crazy. Um, but yeah. 
mad. A really strange end to probably one of the best download festivals, which is actually crazy that it ended in that kind of fashion. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's hard for me to gather that that's how it ended because I was there and I didn't see any of it. <laughs> just the mm. fires in the distance. Uh, and I obviously woke up in the morning. It was a bit of a mess, but th- that's just what happens on Sundays. Well, that's what yeah. we thought happens on Sundays. You know, people start fires and then a little fire engine goes and puts it out. But people were actually blocking yeah. off. Like I said, they had big fire engines come as well. And people were blocking off the paths to the campsites with the big like metal um, separators that they had. You know, big metal fences. Uh, one of the best things on the on the YouTube videos is a guy started to walk towards the police. And, and the people behind the camera are shouting like basically shouting abuse abuse at this guy and saying I bet he's got his own MySpace page with no friends <laughs> it's amazing it was like cause it was such That's it was great. such a big thing at the time as well like it was everything at the time it was yeah I don't I don't know if Facebook is still the biggest thing at the moment it's like Twitter or you know Instagram yeah MySpace was was everything it was the only way you could connect with people and your mates and other people on the other side of the world at the time yeah. so you know social media wise so yeah it was definitely yeah. he's got no friends <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh like... that's so good yeah you were judged on your how many myspace friends you had and who was in your top eight yeah who was in your top eight friends someone annoyed you if you, if you could get into some yeah you'd be like wait wait a minute why have i fallen out of your top eight friends yeah. What's going on? and you know people would look because that's just what we did at the time as well because we were young you know yeah. i'm gonna move them down like two spaces and they will know it like within an hour. They'll they'll look to see if they're still there, and they won't be. And they'll know that I'm annoyed with them. <laughs> Passive aggressive. <laughs> I love it. It's classic. But yeah, I mean, you know, that that's a, not a sour note to end on. Um, I'd say overall, some of my best memories of download come from this year. Like I said, I've made friends now. I had a coffee with my friend Laura. Um, literally yesterday, she's still my friend to this day, and I met her at Download 2006. So. Yeah, this nice. was a real special one for me. First one with a friends, great lineup, fantastic weather, drunk almost the entire time. Um, yeah, just brilliant. Can't say enough good things about this download. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, same same for me, man. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't still be going if it wasn't a very good year. You know, all of the first ones were absolutely incredible. Whether it was the bands or the people I was with or wandering around the, the campsites until like five in the morning shouting knee at people uh <laughs> something me and jacob do it wouldn't have been to the no it wouldn't have been 2006 it would have been earlier than that but all the little things like that built up from from these years uh even if i don't remember a lot of it it was incredible because i still go like all this yeah. time later yeah. yeah these were the ones that made you want to go back and made you want to go every year and that's why you know, people like Adam have been every single fucking year because of years like this. Yeah. And uh, I was so, so glad. So back at this time, it was a good friend of mine used to come, Mike Ferris. I was, I was a joint best man for his wedding. He was the guy who coined Gur Camping. It must have been like 2004. And I'm so glad it's caught on a little bit. We, we've had people talk, uh, calling it Gur Camping in the Discord. Nice. Like almost 20 years after. I stole it from someone. <laughs> Basically, I didn't. I didn't come up with it, uh, and I ke- I kept it going on my own. But uh, we're sharing it now. We're sharing it in the Discord. Come and join us on the Discord, uh, and and be friends with us, please. Yes, do it. <laughs> and also on the Discord, 
if there's anyone listening that also went to download 2006 come on discord and tell us your memories of download we would like to remember some other stuff or maybe tell us about some bands that we didn't talk about that you saw that were awesome so yeah if there's any old school downloaders on there that were are as old <laughs> as we are <laughs> that went um come and give us your memories of uh download 2006 we'd love talking about this don't we, we and we, we love we'd love it for you guys to join in with the conversation as well uh come and join us on discord but also we're going to be bringing back campsite fuckery probably not this episode because we we're running out of time uh but we've had a couple of people asking about it and we we we, we have set uh we, we've got a its own a, 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 its own channel in the discord for campsite fuckery uh it's a section of the show where we like to tell your stories you know we like to hear your stories uh so you know write into us and let us know if there's anything what we were saying what funny we were saying funny or interesting or something like that but anything but honestly yeah anything literally now. any any story you have of any year of download festival go on to the campsite fuckery channel on the discord and just write in your stories and when we start up campsite fuckery again when we have a, a you know a few of them and ones that we can remember we will start doing it again and we will read out all your guys stories yeah uh, so on that note, yeah, we should probably start wrapping it up. Uh, we, we already sort of started wrapping it up. So yeah, we, I, I don't think we have too much more to say about 2006. If anything, there's probably going to be loads. There's going to be loads that we've missed. There's something else we said right at the beginning. We cannot be everywhere at these festivals. I, these, a lot of these earlier ones, I was mostly in the campsite. So there's a lot of things that I have no idea about or, or, or missed as well. Um, so yeah 2006 was fantastic come and tell us on the discord um we love you all we're gonna wrap up the show now um i'm just gonna take over adam's bit um adam tell us about your youtube oh no wait a minute you haven't got one um i'll tell you about my youtube instead it's simon bond come and join me on uh, youtube i just reached 600 subscribers it's fantastic i'm fonzie crisp. underscore simon on instagram if you want to see me uh eat an entire bag of crisps uncensored then uh, come over to my youtube <laughs> yeah all that all the other stuff you can so much information you can find in the show in the in the show description. All the videos we said in this, you can find how to contact us, email addresses, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. Just go and have a look. Find us. The Discord invite is in there as well. You'll need that to get into our Discord. Um, and it's time for us to say goodbye. So uh, you've done your stuff. I've done my stuff. Is it going to be a goodbye from Simon? See you later. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye.